a world where Toku fans are easy and the wrong figure arts are released for retail. Season 7, episode 40. Q can't take command. It's a scandal <laughs> reference. Gladiators will get it. You know how it is. <laughs> I wanted to do something for Joder's finale, like something like a duo pun, but I just couldn't. Most of them end up being borderline racist, so. Yeah, well, do you know how it is? I think that was already one, so. I, like, wasted all the good ones. Uh, I was like, oh, let's go for a scandal reference. Upwards of two and a half people will get it. <laughs> Gladiators know how it is. But it seemed fitting, at least. I'm in a weird rut where there's lots of material, but, like, not a lot of material in my brain. That just sums up my life, really. I need a, <laughs> I need a shirt that says that. Not a lot of material in my brain. So, is this the point? <laughs> I was like, wait, so now what? So now, <laughs> in tribute to Juoger, white noise. <laughs> uh, Alright, so, one-ups. Um, uh, uh, okay, I got those, well, two of them anyway, the armored ninja steel figure things. I got red because video, and I got Rumble Tusk because I actually wanted it. Uh, Rumble Tusk is okay. I think the Rangers are kind of dumb, but the, Since they're the doing Rumble the regular Tusk, ones anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it totally defeats the purpose of them whatsoever. But the Rumble Tusk figure is pretty cool. I dig him. Um. What else? I got Justice League Dark on Blu-ray. Uh, see, backtracking more. I got Yoshi's Woolly World on 3DS because Poochie Amiibo, and maybe Did you this get Peters. And... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. It took a minute. <laughs> like, Pete, who is Pete? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um, but I I got that. Hopefully, I'll actually finish it this time. That'd be terrific. Um, lots of Pokemon cards because uh, Sun and Moon came out last Friday. So uh, yeah, lots and lots and lots of Pokemon cards. <laughs> Um, but other than that, I think that's it. Um, I think I got my proto bang bang shooting shot after last week's podcast. I don't remember which day it was. I think it was Friday. I got it, but uh, that got here from Mandrake. But uh, yeah, that's that's it. I think. Played a little bit of Yoshi, been building a ton of Pokemon decks because of the new set. Um, I've got nine built right now. <laughs> Damn. Ready to build an army. Like, 
Whoever used Pokemon cards instead of Yu-Gi-Oh to solve our problems, Sarve? <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Why did I merge the world solve with, like, Marv the name? Like, Sarve. <laughs> Marv. What the hell is that from? I don't even know. It's Pokemon Town motherfuckers. Rips of something. <laughs> I'm all in, son! Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Um, mine's not really that spectacular either, because I haven't been buying much since I haven't found much. I'm still waiting for my Sweet Vicious t-shirt in the mail, but that's it. I, uh, I'm very, very slowly decided to catch up on Digimon. Like, I literally have only watched two episodes. I, like, I can only do one a day. Not like it's bad, it's just I have a hard time marathoning that. So, like, but I, ju I just finally got introduced to Mugimon. You know how it is, because Mugic. But, uh, <laughs> I actually like their characters. Um, it's like it's really relatable because he's a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I don't know, like, because it's so early on still for me. Like they're the the first ones I like because the the main dude's just kind of generic, and I'm not a huge fan of the idol girl. Like I'm kind of disappointed because uh, Dokomon's my favorite design because it kind of reminds me of Vimon in a way. But he's such an annoying little shit. It's like every mm -hmm. time I like a design or something, it always ends up being one of those classic Japanese loudmouth characters. <laughs> so I was kind of annoyed at that, but. And I also wish they would just do straight up digivolving since their their secondary forms could just look like that anyway. Like, I think the only one I can make out elements of is is Togachimon's, like with the, na the navigator stuff. I think it still even fudges out without doing crosses again. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a purist. <laughs> make Digimon pure again. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. Like, that's the most exciting event. I watched two episodes of that. It's thrilling. Oh boy. They fought a TV screen. <laughs> it, was, it was a real thing. Dogamon. No, it is. I'm learning names finally. Hooray. I probably will remember them by the time I get to it again, like when it becomes useful. I mean, I'm so bad they literally put it on the package and I didn't even look at it. I'm just like, oh, fuck <laughs> you, package, and throw it away. Dude, the names are on the package. You're on the package. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is Fetishmon. I don't want to hear any different. <laughs> this is Fetishmon. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, it looked like it. I mean, what are they even doing there, really? When we think about it. It still kind of weirds me out that... What's his name? Mutimon claps with his ear hands, and he already has hands. It's just... I don't know. Just give me a weird vibe. Let anybody be a Digidust in these days. Alright. It's kind of sad we'll never get that here because they're shit at marketing the toys and the show. They're shit at everything, basically. Coming soon to Nickelodeon, Digimon Fusion. Then it moves to Nicktoons until it just dies. <laughs> until it just, like, finishes quietly. Yeah, like, it just got, like, smothered out. Like, Jesus. And yet we're still getting try, so I don't know. Maybe we could try again. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, you're right, fucking Go funny. home. No, I'm already home. Too late. <laughs> Alright. Should probably get on to the entire lack of news. I mean, it was a oh, dead yeah. week. There's, it was a dead week. Nothing, Nothing at all. In no way, shape, or form. Way too many toys announced. <laughs> six Ranger, like literally right before it premieres, we know the Six Ranger. Well, you know what I mean. Six Ranger is a loose yeah, term. Like, that's our that's our new pace now, and it, it's really funny. Like 
right before the first episode is when we find out like what our next hero is. And... It's funny because like <laughs> I hate weird. to bring it up again, but that's why it cracked me up when people were complaining about spoilers from Dino Charge last year. Oh, because yeah. like because we because we because like we've never known anything other than this because like back before we knew about Sentai, they usually released the Six Ranger figure with the first wave. And then when we found out about Sentai, this happens. So, like, I've never known a world where the Six Rangers appeared, and I'm like, oh, my God, who's that? I'm like, oh, I know who you are. You're Eduardo. Like, I don't know why I picked that. Oh, my God, who's that? <laughs> I don't know. It just, I, was, I was like, random name generator, and Eduardo came out. You know how it is. He's friends with Duquan Winston's from the Big Brother program. Big Brother Weemstons. <laughs> Still the best episode. <laughs> hey, I need a little boy. No, 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 not like that. I need someone to go play with my grown-up friend. No, no, I just... Oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> so good. Like, so good. Everyone was on fire in that episode. <laughs> this was a mistake. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess... Should we start with X-Ader or Q-Ranger? Uh, there's a little bit more for Q-Ranger, so we'll, we'll start with Q-Ranger. Right. Um... Plus it airs first. You know, order. <laughs> uh, so, like we just said, this kind of introduced us to our next hero, which is their commander. Uh, I forgot his name. Because <laughs> the show hasn't started yet. So I can't Doggy really two. learn it. <laughs> uh, Spelled T-O-O. <laughs> like Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I'll just call him Drago. Because he's a dragon. Um, but, like, everyone... Like, I mean, it was kind of obvious from the get-go, but everyone called it, like, his... Because he had the staff. And everyone's like, that staff looks like a toy. And, <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, he transforms with his staff, the Ryutswader? Sure. Swader. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what the fuck that means, but it's a staff thing. And, of course, he's got his, uh, the Ryu Kutama that will use to transform. And also, of course, he has his own Voyager, the Ryu Voyager. Uh, it is a serpent-esque dragon, uh, with a big gold head. And, and giant antlers. <laughs> giant, giant dragon antlers. So, I, I dig that because it's rare nowadays that, uh... Like, serpentine dragons actually get depicted with their antlers. And, I mean, like, we know the internal dragon. He's got antlers. So, uh, it's it's good I to see. I didn't even know about types of dragons. I just thought, thought they were just all dragons. <laughs> just... I'm, a, I'm a dragon connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but it, it, it's basically, like, this long... It's got wheels and stuff. I don't know. It, it is what it is. I think he's kind of neat. Um, and so that will combine with... No, you don't need any more water. Stop it. You, <laughs> you don't need water, dragon. <laughs> um, but no, it'll combine with a toy that we are about to talk about in a minute, as well as the Sasori Voyager to make Ryuteo. Uh, the next robot, which is kind of a pain in the butt, because you have three other robots that will just kind of exist in the in the ether uh, <laughs> over here. 
Um, but like there's, I'm sure there's some story elements too. Um, I know there is a connection between Orange and the 11th Ranger for the series, uh, which is the bear, the sky blue bear. Uh, and like this, this one's like all sorts of really, really funny because you've got the actual character, which is a uh, Koguma sky blue, I guess, because kids were confused on what cyan was when Kuryuger happened. So they're like, well, just oh. be literal. We'll just name it sky blue. <laughs> They'll understand it, that. Kids, why are you ruining everything? <laughs> Uh, and, like, the first picture that we got was of this little kid. I mean, Koguma is bear cub. It's basically the Japanese name for the little dipper. Uh, and so it was, like, this little kid, and that, that's all we knew. Uh, but we did find out that it is a male character and it will more than likely be a child, kind of like Kiba Ranger. Uh, and then using the uh, oak. Oh, is it Okuma or Oguma? Oguma, uh, which is like the big bear. <laughs> uh, is he, he in can... a big blue house or is it his big sky blue house? <laughs> he is. Boom. He is. He Episode is blue. Have been bear in the sky blue house. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> save that. Save that for his debut. File it away. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he'll be, have like an adult sized form too. Again, I'll like keep a ranger. Uh, Good thing you don't need a license to drive a bear. There's another <laughs> one. Um, but both suits look really cool. The the cub version has like a scarf and mittens instead of like an actual gloves, and it's kind of adorable. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but both suits look really cool. Uh, and of course, you have the uh, Koguma and Oguma Voyagers, which are basically just like a two-in-one thing. Uh, there's a little bear on like a unicycle that like hops on top of the the bigger bear. Just bears God, everywhere. You know, bears, bears beats <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. That's this show, actually. Honestly, <laughs> Dwight and... predicted it. He called it full on sending in the O's years ago. <laughs> um, but those look pretty cool. Uh, I dig those. Like I said, it combines with uh, Ryu and Sasori to make Ryu Teo. Uh, because apparently the little cub dude is like a partner to uh, Sasori or Stinger or whatever his name is. So David Pumpkin. That, that'll be interesting to see play out. Uh, and of course, we also have more shit. I'm trying to find it all. Jesus Christ. Uh, we have the uh, Hikari Kutama. Which will give Shishi Red a sun and moon form. Uh, Nintendo gave him a call and was like, hey, you want to promote the new Pokemon games? And Ben was like, sure, cool. Uh, so we, it at least works for Shishi Red. He has the sun form and the moon form. All it does is give him, like, a hat. <laughs> it's kind of disappointing. It's really stupid. <laughs> like, like, I was I, thinking about. If this series would have power-ups because the suits are so busy as is, and so, well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a thing. Like, I was looking through this catalog, I'm like, this is really cool, like, all this stuff is really cool, and then I got to this, and I'm like, um, bro, come on. There's no need for it. <laughs> like, really. <laughs> so, I don't know what that is all about. 
really, uh, we know there is at least one other power up. I can't find the picture off not uh, offhand because, uh, like none of the main sites put it up on their front pages yet. But uh, one of the campaign bonuses is a Pegasus Qtama that gives Yugi boy basically new new <laughs> new chest armor and a weird accent. <laughs> Uh, that kind of has like a horse head and wings and stuff, which looks a lot better than the sun and moon thingy. Yeah. Uh, that he's got going on. So, at least he'll have some more elegant power ups, I guess. But of course, there's Kutama uh, set 3, Kutama set 4. Uh, there's more cockpit Kutama for the other Voyagers. Uh, uh, I can't say 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 because the numbers work all weird. All the odd numbers plus 10, I believe, is what those ones are. But, so all the main 10 will have cockpit versions, so you don't have to use the gimmick Kutama with your robots. Uh, and I think that's about it. Uh, I don't want to say about it because that's still a lot of shit. And of course, because Bandai doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, okay, no, I take that back. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, pretty much all of this is dropping in April. Uh, April Fools. Everything except, I think, one Kutama set uh, is in May. And the Hikari uh, Kutama is in June, I think. But other than that, all of the Ryu stuff and all of the Bear stuff is all in April. So, good times ahead. <laughs> Apparently their strategy for saving Sentai is just to dump a lot of toys on you at once. <laughs> like, the the first the first or last month in a fiscal quarter, they're just like, here, here's everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's going to save anything at all, but hey, whatever. I have no idea. <laughs> Whatever, man, I'm not in this. If it works for them, I, I guess. I guess it can work for me, too. I don't care anymore. If they're <laughs> gonna get my money in some fashion one way or another. Even if they have to steal it. <laughs> uh, and of course, if we get a Sentai... Uh, is there, do you have anything else to say about anything? No. 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 Alright, cool stuff. Uh, of course, uh, X-Aid also has one. Uh, um, not a whole lot new in this one. Uh, we already saw the, the mech suit one a while back. Uh, and this one mostly highlights uh, the final form uh, instead, which is uh, Muteki Gamer, which is like Invincible uh, Gamer. It does not give a level, as far as I'm aware. Wait, is this, this, this isn't the final form. This is like the mid-season combo, or like the second mid-season combo, isn't it? No, nah, this is Or just the final. Oh, okay. It, 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 I, doesn't I, come, it doesn't come out till June. Okay, so, so wait, what's the mid-season ones then? The, the Mega Suit and, the, and uh, Mighty Action? Because they do it like two prong now. It's like quarter season and mid-season. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. You used uh, to be so straightforward. <laughs> Mighty Brothers is basically like Jimba. Uh, okay. And then the the mech suit is uh, Kachidoki. I got so lost because they kept throwing things out because, like, <laughs> I'm not used to everybody getting upgrades. Like, usually it's the main rider and then, like, maybe one other dude will get one. And it's yeah, like... like, this one's, like, everybody. 
<laughs> Everybody gets yeah. an upgrade. You get an upgrade. You get yeah, an like, upgrade. Yeah, like, honestly, Oprah's, Oprah's writing just, this season, apparently. <laughs> Oprah's just handing out upgrades. Uh, Oprah, Gail, and Nate Burkus, just, you know how it is, classic Oprah, Gail, and Nate mess around. It's a throwback. <laughs> I don't know why we talked about um, Oprah now, but... too deep into it. <laughs> he is very gold and very colorful. Uh, he looks like a like... golden X8 Predator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got like Predator dreads going on back there, lots of spikes. Uh, I dig it a ton, I think this, I want to see like the actual physical suit. Um, before I make final judgments, but the the concept art that they have here looks really cool. I dig it a lot. Yeah, it's pretty um, neat. The the shot itself is like this little brick, uh, and the screen like flips down, and you could slot it into an, the normal like secondary shot slot for some sort of sounds. But uh, it's got a clip on the edge, and that clip slides into the mech suit shot. And it'll flip down over the gamer driver screen and do all that, all that fun stuff. So uh, it works a lot like uh, Kachidoki and Kiwami, basically, uh, in terms of functionality. So there's that. That'll come out in June. Um, but before that, we have the Buggle Driver Two. Just in case you Electric wanted to own Buggaloo. that. <laughs> Uh, is a green and silver repaint of the bug visor and the bugster buckle. Uh, no remolding or anything, which I think is a little bit of a bummer because I hate that little gaudy chainsaw piece that's sticking out. Uh, but what if you need to do me. tiny chainsawing? Like, <laughs> like from inside your vehicle. Like, they can't do any damage to anyone, you know? That's how Batman does it. <laughs> you know how it is. Um, but I don't know what kind of sounds this, uh, this, this one is going to have. Um, but included is the Kamen Rider Chronicle Gashat. So that's going to... So that's gonna his plan, to just make a Gashat, apparently. <laughs> uh, and it, it's like, it's quite obviously, uh, Genmu, uh, in base design, because it's got, like, X-Aid's helmet and hair and... Is that look supposed like to be that. how it looks like? Is it supposed to be that I'll go green, or is it just, like, hidden? The what? You know, like, the, the little design of him. Is that way it's supposed to look, or is it supposed to be hidden? Like, is it going to be that green? Yeah. Oh, that's ugly. I, I think, that's I mean, disappointing. The, the suit's probably going to look a lot cooler, because it's going to have probably more color variation. I uh, hope so. Because, like, these sketches are always kind of bland to be honest but well it's just like dangerous zombie so cool and then you yeah. go booger like full booger <laughs> like um but uh to to kind of top things off with that i'm still kind of curious on who it is um i feel like if it was kuroto then it would still be called gidmu okay. instead I'll of just about to ask who kuroto was. there we go um his dad it could be his dad. It could be. Of course, it is. Uh, Pallad. Um, you don't know. You know how Toku dads are. So it it could be his dad. It still just could be Kurota. I don't know. But maybe it's sentient and it's just like <laughs> it's, just... it's become self-aware. Maybe <laughs> it's Milo from that Connect demo from years ago. <laughs> He's returned. He's the main <laughs> villain of it. That would be a twist. <laughs> uh, would not expect that one. Rising from the ashes of Lionhead Studios. 
Um, but you, you got uh, that going on. That'll be in May. Alongside that, um, some shit gonna happen to Poppy. Because um, she has... I wish some shit would happen to her. <laughs> she has a, a buggle driver, too. And can turn into Common Rider Poppy. Kind of looks uh, like the sister of the pink one from Key Ranger. Like yeah, the, yeah, the it, it does. <laughs> it really does. Um, but I don't know if it's... The Geek Cauldron. <laughs> that was, like, the, one of the ones that was the most, like, protruded. Like, it was... <laughs> yeah. it was just... Right over her face. <laughs> you know how uh, it so, is. <laughs> she might be evil. She might not be. I don't know. Um, but that is the Tokimeki Crisis. From my point of view, she's already evil. <laughs> uh, everyone thinks it's going to be a, a dating sim game. Which would be kind of funny, but what if it's uh, that... laser shoot Larry? <laughs> <laughs> my laser shoot Larry. Chat. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Uh, and then finally, <clears throat> uh, Paradox is gonna get an upgrade to level ninety nine because he has to stay on par with Exade uh, by basically taking the toy we already have and shoving it into the gamer driver, something we've already done. Uh, and it makes perfect knockout gamer, and it's basically just a fusion of the suits, uh, which looks pretty cool. I, I dig it. His hair, his hair game is on point. I kind of uh, hope it looks better in show because, like, it, it just doesn't look as neat to me as the two individual ones. I'm surprised yeah. he's getting an upgrade at all, honestly. Um, so yeah, he's actually gonna stick around. I kind of figured he'd kick the bucket pretty soon. Yeah, I thought but, so too. But um, he's going to last at least until April because he has to sell this axe toy. Which uh, is pretty cool. The Gashicon oh Para Blade Gun? gun sure. I'm trying to figure out how it's a gun. Like, I'm looking at it. I, I don't see a gun in this at all. Like, there's a picture in it. Right next to it, it says gun mode. But I don't see... A gun, so I'm not entirely sure. Maybe I'm, it's like oh, Aubrey Killer's sword, where he just kind of points the end of it and it fires things. Okay, yeah, I see it now. Like the axe part flips around, and it it doesn't look like a gun at all, but it's got a gun barrel on the other side of the axe to make. Okay, I I see what you're doing. I don't actually, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, of course I had to squeeze in one more weapon that'll come out in April. Uh, and then, of course, there's level-up rider figures for um, Paradox and uh, the new X-Aid in some fashion. I don't know when those are going to come out because we don't have pictures of them, but whatever. So, yeah, a lot smaller of a catalog for X-Aid compared to uh, Q-Ranger. But uh, X-Aid's pretty much dying down. We won't have too much else after this. Um, they'll probably be... Uh, the movie stuff for the summer movie, so we'll have like anywhere from one to four shot for the summer movie, probably because they just like giving everybody something in all of these things. Uh, apparently, uh, so who knows what those will be based on? But ah, uh, yeah. So this this is this is X Aid's version of winding down, I suppose. I I want the movie villain writer to be like a movie based game but it's like really shitty so he's like really weak <laughs> like just like a terrible licensed game that's like really easy to defeat just he like can't real go glitchy past level one. <laughs> like 
It would be great. And then there could be, like, an online game that's got lag. So, like, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be a hilarious thing to see. Like, it's you could do simultaneously, like, the pros and cons of it. Like, when you see, from, like, your point of view, when they have lag powers, like, will you be shooting a dude and then he'll just, like, flash out of there? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Classic oh, lag that'd powers. be really funny. Lag is, like, the one thing they haven't touched upon yet. I didn't even think about that until... I was thinking about, like, what kind of glitches would, like, the shitty license game have, and then I was thinking of lag. You could just have them, like, glitching through objects. Like, he's so good. <laughs> he doesn't even know he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be amazing. Oh, that's a good idea. I dig that. I wouldn't put it past him at some point. You never know. Or yeah, do you? Sounds right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything. Do you know? Oh, no. No, you don't. Do you know the Muffin Man? The I muffin wish man? I could go for a muffin right now. <laughs> oh, it is. But then that does that, that does sound good now that I just I just said it. No, you I feel like Paul Blair, yourself. like, you said it, and now I just can't get it out of my head. <laughs> the pie. Go away, pain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch that movie and eat a muffin. Like, damn it! I'm doing it to myself. I want to do so many things. Dude, what do you wear? You nap, but then you can't. But anyway, is that is that it for the news? Um, yeah. Uh, the like the Toy Fair in Germany gave us a shot of the Lion Fortress thing. It's oh yeah. Basically, that just actually looks pretty cool. Lion How, except apparently bigger. Like, it looks kind of better than the the regular mode. Like, his, like, arms and stuff are more distinct. Yeah. Um, but I, I like what I see. I mean, it's basically the Japanese toy, except with some things added. Apparently, it's going to have lights and sounds, which is really cool. Um, I don't know if this one actually transforms or not. It's kind of hard to tell. Um, be that hard. But we'll probably have some more information pretty soon. Toy Fair's, I think, next week. Yeah. I, I didn't weekend. even think about that, that they, when we found out about that, that they said fall, so that, like, leads you to believe that they might be switching up the footage, which is interesting. Yeah. Because, like, they would have to do, well, I mean, they don't have to, I suppose, but it would be likely that they would have to do Chozetsu, and I assumed that was going to be super, so, I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll have Crazy to see. Time. Um, but yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. I dig it. Uh, again, I feel like if this one transforms, they're going to have to do some really crazy stuff with the combination because uh, the scaling is very weird, but the toy itself looks really cool. Yeah. That's all. Just yeah. That's the, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leans towards Mike. Yeah. Leans back. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Um, but no, I, th I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it too. There are some really cool movie posters that keep popping up every now and then, but... Oh, for the Power Rangers movie? Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool if it didn't have Go-Go on there. I liked that Together We Are More thing, and then it's like, Go-Go, damn it. And then I just think about the awkward splicing in the trailer. Let's go! Go! <laughs> like, there's no need for it, really. I still don't know why that they think that's the key to success. Like, I just don't. Well, Saban... So just thinks that like anything from MMPR is what made them win. 
But it's like that specifically. Like we started that with the morphing call with Samurites, as if that was the first thing brought up at the meeting when they bought it back. Like, all right, what was it that made us successful the first time? Go go. Yes. Give this man a promotion. <laughs> Put go go on everything. Yes, that's it. Including boots. You know how it is. But I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, if it's the morphing call for the movie, I send it back. Well, it's not going to be the morphing call. I know. I'm just saying. You never know. Famous last words. On Earth 19, <laughs> probably is. That's what led to the world being lava. <laughs> it was an uprising. Speaking of an uprising, now it's time for... Superhero time. Is it, though? <laughs> That's uh, not until later. <laughs> for, for the sake of all of our sanities, I think we should probably start with X-Aid. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't think about it. Yeah, okay. Just so I have energy. Uh, <laughs> and energy. <laughs> uh, so, switching it up, moving along with... Uh, with Jesus Christ. X-Aid now we first. Switch! Snaps fingers. <laughs> Again, right if, the now, system, okay. if, this is, <laughs> if the system doesn't make those noises, I send it back. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but all right, so X-Aid. Um, I wasn't too fond of this episode. I don't know if I ever made that clear anywhere. Uh, oh, the burger one. Okay, there we are. Yeah. I, I don't remember where I was at. Um, okay, I, I like the form a lot. Other than that, this this was a very questionable episode, <laughs> to say the least. Like I I liked all this random stuff about it. Like he has a day off, so he doesn't have anything with him. It reminded me of I, Tommy. There's never been a situation like that any before. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, like it's just, oh, if I yeah, knew like, I was gonna run to you, I would have brought my other shots. Yeah, like, I mean, who else was he going to run into? Like, did he assume because it's his day off he can only run into low-level people? Like, is that, like, the equivalent of, like, when you just want to go into a game you've played before and only play the early levels or something? Like, I just... I'm trying to figure out why I can't think of anything. a situation like that. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I, it was just, obviously, so they could debut level 4. Like, why would he do level 4 if anything else happened? But, like, I was thinking, I'm like, I can't think of another situation like that. Because usually... If they're ever handicapped like that, it's because they've either lost it or someone took it, you know, or it's broken or something like that. But never because they left it at home. <laughs> like it's, it's like, like oh, right, okay. right, right, Tommy. Yeah, like <laughs> they're in my gym bag. You have a gym bag? Well, yeah, but it's not for like going to the gym. It's just it used to be called a gay, a gay name gym, a gay name gym, <laughs> classic gay gym. <laughs> you know, it is on Earth too. It was. Gay Jim and Gay Pam, and they were both gay, but only for each other. I don't know. Why am I constructing this narrative? What? But I don't. I have no idea. I'm just. I'm <laughs> lost tonight. Um, but you know, like there was some neat ideas in it. Like I liked the the concept of like why level four was all of a sudden randomly being introduced to us when we've already like way skipped it. Um, obviously, apparently that guy is going to be important, but it's just, the presentation just wasn't doing it for me. It was just too on, like, it was, there's too much happening in my, in my face, and too much pop-poopy head. I'm like, I'm thankful she has a normal form, but it's not enough. She's not in it enough. (laughs) Uh, the, the chief's face 
when Poppy and Burgermon were doing that like song is was was like, me was like channeling yeah. my inner spirits. <laughs> that, exactly. Like just it was I, I did not like that part at all. And then like they still weren't even really addressing that X Aid was attacked multiple times by the others. <laughs> like <laughs> like as soon as the week passes it's like it didn't even matter. Um <laughs> it's it's cool. Genom did have to be a dick and kill the guy at the end, but you know how he is. He's got to show up at least once an episode uh, to do dickish things. I really didn't feel that much of an attachment to the dude, so I wasn't that sad, honestly. Yeah, like, it, I, I think it's mostly just set up for why uh, Pallad's going to attack him. But it's like, Wait, oh, you, you killed my brethren, you're a dickhole. You know how it is, brethren dickhole out. attacking they're gonna fight. Because it's Toku. They gotta fight. Over misunderstandings about killing burger people. It was just it was just weird. He's like, I made him and now he's my son. I'm like, what is happening? Like yeah, It was like that, that classic. That was kinda like, creepy, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It was like that classic like monster is good to plot that Toku will do every now and then, but it was like with a touch of like creepy weirdness. Like it was just I'm I, I don't know. They they kept touching each other inappropriately. It was it was it was all kinds of wrong, and I don't know. It was just I, I wasn't a fan. I was kind of terrified. And then my favorite part though was at the end when he said Burgermon's a good boy. Like that's what the <laughs> subtitle said. I don't know whether like I said that's a translation thing, but it made for funny because like it wasn't supposed to be funny. Like it sounds <laughs> like something he would say. Was though. a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> like eyes are turning red. I'm like, bro, this is not helping. <laughs> Probably What's open happening? up next because it's nothing. Burgermon was a good boy. <laughs> no, he was. Like, I wonder what like the directest translation would be. Is that it? Like, I just, I'm curious. Like, I would have almost taken some liberties to make it sound less funny. <laughs> but like, Burgermon is a good boy. Burgermon, he was a good guy. It reminds me of. I used to make fun of these ads they used to air here during one of the political cycles for Bob Beaupre. We always go, Bob Beaupre, he's a good guy. Like, oh, okay, I'll just vote for him then. Like, just like Bergamot, Bob Beaupre, he was a good boy. Like, that just <laughs> sounds wrong. Uh, it's just, it's weird. Um, but yeah, I don't have too much else to say. No? All right. I like Juicy Burger. It's awesome. Level four is cool. I love Juicy Burger. I like I Big Belly Juicy Burger better. <laughs> like the five stack, especially. It was it was it was a fun thing they did. I like. It was weird. They just randomly threw in level four. I don't know why, but they just did did it randomly because they're. I guess they needed something to do to fill space. They needed to release more toys. Like, they're just like, oh, look, here's one of these level fours you wanted to make, but you got bored and quit. Oh, okay. It's too oh, bad yeah. they didn't skip Those. level three instead of four, because then I could make a don't forget three joke from Victorious. <laughs> instead of don't forget four. Like, it's, it's especially funny after x like, no skipping, and then they just skip randomly and then go back to level four. It's like the or- trying to figure out the order of the Narnia books in the 90s. 
Like, like I don't know. After <laughs> Prince Caspian, I was lost. I'm like, that's when I gave up on reading. Truly, I'm like. What? And then once again, uh, Permlad is just out there, like, let's kill things. Let's just, let's just want to fight you. <laughs> I don't care about anything else. I just want to fight X8 because I'm bored. Why are you so boring? <laughs> Where's your mighty brothers? <laughs> like, can we can we do that? I want to fight that guy. That's fun. Can you bring your buddy? Do that thing where you split in half. Can can you bring your buddy? <laughs> just do like the opposite of double. Just that's your motivation. Just the opposite of double. <laughs> if he said it that way, I think I would just drop dead laughing. You're the one in two common writer. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense. I was just saying what they usually say opposite. <laughs> just... No, we we got that part. Opposite thanks. days works. Wait, opposite rules don't work for that, I don't think. Now the question is, where did I drop this cap? That's the real mystery. Speaking of caps, Georger, they <laughs> popped the cap on mediocrity. I don't even know <laughs> what kind of segue that was. Uh, I don't even That was know. stupid. I mean, the finale was, like, exactly what we thought it would be. I mean, it was kind of entertaining to watch with some cool fight scenes, but there was really nothing extraordinary about it. Kind of like the series itself. It's just... It was... Yeah. What, was I the only one incredibly underwhelmed that Genus was just a bunch of foot soldiers? Um, yeah, uh, like, where the hell did that even come from? Like, le 11th hour. Oh, yeah, he's a bunch of foot soldiers, and he hates himself, just like Misao. Okay, let's kill him. Like that was the finale. Like there were so many things that were like, oh yeah. By the way, like at the end of every one of them, like just like the thing with Azalt, it was the exact same thing. Like at oh, the very yeah, end. Oh yeah. By the way, <laughs> he's that guy that uh, Cetus Lapidus fought way back when with the cube whale. Like oh okay. Like, I don't know why that was relevant all of a sudden. We could have just killed him without needing to know that. Yeah. It added, like, upwards of ten minutes of drama, honestly. It was, like, half an episode. Like, <laughs> it... It was all pretty unnecessary. And, but like, the, I think that's my biggest problem, is that, like, everything in the show is, like, oh, yeah, that. <clears throat> like, like, there's and never then he, any decent foreshadowing or anything of the sort. Well, because, like, I, I earshotted it pretty hardcore a lot, but, like, I can't remember anything or anybody saying anything that could have been hints to either of their stories. Well, like, and then he, he you know, he kills Narnia because she finds out that he is just a bunch of amoebas and is like, it's okay, boss. I don't care if you're a bunch of amoebas. I like you that. I like you just the same. And he's like, no, fuck you. You're nice to me. You have to die now. <laughs> Compassion's what? dumb. What was even the point of that? Why didn't they just let her stay dead from the battle last week? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know why she came back. I, re I really don't. It. She came, came back, back to die. die. Yeah, like, yeah. She, she came back from dying to get killed by Genius instead because all oh, was dramatic. Hmm. Not really, yeah. though, like, at all. Because she was the faithful servant that he just brutally killed anyway. Look at well, this mass of weird. foot soldiers. It's heartless. 
to do like how did that even happen like i thought well, how did he about. become a singular mass of Mibas? like did I they just really huddled know. together too hardcore like <laughs> I, just they all put into like a shipping crate and then like <laughs> that's really cool i want to know the, the birds and the bees of those foot soldiers uh <laughs> and like dirty. and like something else that was unnecessary was like the <coughs> random oh no our morphers are broken never mind the earth believes in us like okay <laughs> All of like ten minutes. Yeah, what and, like, was the point of that? That's all of ten minutes in their world. It lasted like three minutes here. Like, I don't know. There was no like, it might have been more dramatic if it happened last episode and like shit was broken last episode or something. Are we, are we talking about like why they went to a different world for like a second? I don't even <laughs> remember that. I forgot about that. That was just. Was Cisco taking them? Like, was did they get trapped in the fight between Cisco and, and Vibe S? I forgot what her name was. It's like he got sucked into like his fake world, and and uh, Yamato saw like the rock was made of amoebas, and he's like, "Oh shit, you're amoebas, and you're, you're amoebos. <laughs> you're made of amoebos." And... <laughs> You're made of all the excess amiibo stock and Toys R Us is everywhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Toys R Us have a lot of amiibos. It's like Skylanders all over again. Like, you couldn't find <laughs> a single one, and then now they still have Spyro's Adventures ones on clearance. They can't get rid of the shit. Yeah. But. It, like, it. See, the problem is is that I knew when we were going into the finale without the final battle having started, really, I knew we were in for a very shitty final battle, and I was 100% correct on that. Um, I mean, I, I dig Yamato's, like, triple instinct awaken thingy, beast unleash, whatever the fuck it's called. As weird as it looks, I dig it, but... Call to the beasts inside. You know how it yeah. is. Jungle Fury Mutant Ranger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Brian's yeah, a I, mutant ranger. with the I repulsiveness of a mutant. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <sighs> like other than that, you had the ending that we all called. Like, oh, they're gonna try to to build a bridge between the worlds and then the world just decided to become one yeah like what the hell like the earth was just like fuck it <laughs> like we know you're gonna do this anyway let's just save us both the time like because i thought they were gonna have to do something special and they literally just put everything in like they were gonna go home and then it just all of a sudden there was colorful structures and people and horse heads everywhere <laughs> like was that like, took a lot it, of let's the... just overpopulate myself like, like it just that was it weird. Took a, it took a lot of the, I guess, meaning or impact out of it too, with like how shitty all of the the costumes look. Like right down to the little pig girl at the end. Like <laughs> that's like the start of a horror movie. You come upon a little girl in a pig mask crying. You know she's about to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and her her elbow skin wasn't even realistic pig girl skin. It was obviously just a human. What kind of budget is this? <laughs> right? I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, could have just fried up a I piece don't... of bacon and like taped it and made it like that was her elbow. That's just too far. 
Like, how does that work, too? Like, how awkward is it if you're eating bacon around the pig people? Do you think about, man, I wonder if they taste like bacon? Like, just, it's just weird. Right? I, well, I, mean, I was thinking, like, they could make her um, into a Jew and you can just be Jew bacon. Like, Jew <laughs> uh, bacon. Bacon, no oja. Jew bacon. <laughs> I want bacon and the muffin and Paul Blart just at once. Why do you want Paul Blart? Because I want to watch the movie and eat a muffin. You know how it is. I no, I don't understand why the muffin's required. <laughs> you just you missed out on crucial muff. I can't even say. I can't say crucial muffin mythology. Apparently, my brain like short circuited trying to say that, or even think about what that means. Probably more mythology than Georgia had going on. Did you ever have mythology? I even thought about it. Mm. And mm-hmm. Misao is like some sort of ambassador now. That's a thing. Well, yeah. Misao needs to right the wrongs and teach people that humans and humans can live together in peace and harmony. We can be friends. No, we can't. <laughs> we can believe, do it. Yes, we it. can. It would have been a shocking reveal if he found out that all the Jumans were just a bunch of creeper, like, furries. Like, if all the horse heads just came off at the end, like, and they were just other humans. <laughs> we have spirit, the, the yes, we do. The human race is actually just humans that really like to be furries. Like, for real. For real, friends. <laughs> Boom. But, it, and it's just, it's weird the way it happened. Like, because it was, it's been, that's one of the things in terms of foreshadowing that's been pretty clear is going to happen. I wasn't even foreshadowing, it was like front shadowing, but it's just like, and it's for it to just basically amount to, oh snap, they poofed here, and then Yamato's dad just saying, it's gonna be okay, and then it was okay, like, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay. Like, everyone else is freaking out, like, horse people, and he's like, they're there, like, okay. <laughs> they're, they're there. Yes, like, spirit, yes we do, we are sandwiches filled with poo. Like, and how underwhelming was Bard just in general? Like, I felt he was going to do more in the series, period. And he just left, like, Merrick style, but with, like, less meaning at the end. And he wasn't even following his own bird self. I'm going to travel the world. Like, like so Misao? Is that a euphemism? You two like a thing? <laughs> hashtag Misao? Hashtag, hashtag Mard? Like, what's the pairing name? Just That's where Marv comes from. It was Mard all along. Anyway, but, like, after that, when he became Joe Bard or whatever, and they were like, oh, yeah, the whole why he hates humans things, I was expecting, like, one more part to that story, and it never happened. Especially, there like, with the world's be merging. one more part to the story in this show, but they never happen. That's, well, and then especially with the world's merging, and he hates, well, not hates, well, kind of, but doesn't like both races, it's like, there could have been a story there. Uh, no, it's okay. I don't know. I'm I just, felt like I was always missing something. I'm just kind of upset that the worlds merge. Like I, I feel the narrative of the story warrants itself a lot better to kind of just leave them separate, but build, try to build a community between the two worlds. Like and a kind, kind of be a little bit political about it because that's kind of like what they were setting things up for. It's like, oh, we can learn to appreciate each other. We're going to build a community and a bridge between the worlds, and it'll be great. And then the Earth's like, ha I'm going to fuck your plan up. And <laughs> what 
the hell is with the Earth being sentient all of a sudden in these all these Toku shows? Like, why is the Earth a dick? <laughs> it really is, though. Like, it, it, it would have been better like that. Like, to not have them actually merge, but just have them basically communicate with each other. Like in Fringe, when Earth 1 and Earth 2 communicated and did, like, that, that room where they would solve crimes together. I don't... That's a weird answer. Uh, I that's, don't know. That's uh, what happened, though. They had, like, a bridge room that, like, you could talk between the Red Earth and the Blue Earth. You know how anyway, it is. That seems racist. Uh... But, yeah, I don't know. that It would have been much better, I guess, if they stayed apart. But then you wouldn't have funny reactions of people being scared by the horse head masks. And horse head masks being scared by weird Japanese people. I don't blame either of them, to be honest. Now, here's here's an even better question. What happened, like, you know, like, clearly, you know, in Japan... Uh, or at least in that little square of Japan, you have the Jewelers and and like Yamato's dad or whatever. Be like, it's okay. It's okay. what happened around the rest of the world when it's just all of a sudden just fucking cubes and horsehead people just show up everywhere. Probably be an immediate ban here. <laughs> That's probably what would happen. <laughs> like, Can you imagine Trump? <laughs> I'm surprised no one's made that meme of him like showing the executive order, but for humans, like just <laughs> it's just a horsehead crossed out, like. <laughs> Wait, did did I mean what what happened around the rest of the? I think that that would have if you're gonna do that, let's 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 just go all out. Just like what's what's happening there? They didn't even do that classic when they show other world scenes of like Paris. It's just like a bunch of people by the Eiffel Tower. Like oh, they're in Paris. <laughs> well, that's the only thing in Paris is the Eiffel Tower. So that's he's how in you Paris. Know <laughs> is he gonna be home for dinner? Like uh. Oh, Jewelger. At the very least, they could have made something more out of it instead of, like, instantaneously fixing. Like, had them go back home and, like, they could both work on, hey, these worlds are about to merge, get ready. I mean, I had a crazy... Like, it seemed like not a lot of the Juman structures got taken, too. Like, the Earth made the executive decision that they were shit at architecture. But, like, oh, right? you just like, have a bunch like, of blocks. Know, and, like, on Earth, we're tired of cubes. So, fuck your shit. We're just gonna deposit you right in the middle of like cities and whatnot. In the middle of buildings. Well middle office buildings, people are at work minding their own damn business and all of a sudden a bunch of horsehead fuckers show up. I'm like, what was the rhyme or reason to like where they poofed? Like it seemed like Leo's family poofed in their little villa, but then you had like all the people that just were in the middle of Mario's place, like was there like a battle? Like, if you That's had a goal. structure in the in the same location, like whichever one was cooler won. That's why so many of the Earth's ones won. So <laughs> only know that dude's name is Mario for like one. four weeks. Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out in the I... Returns movie. Will we though? Will we? Because they they have important... to be better than the ninjas. Important dipl- diplomatic matters to attend to. Racism. <laughs> I feel like the V cinema is just is really fun. Racism. Usually, writer tackles those controversial science fiction issues, of, like monster rights. But now this one's going to be all about Jew rights. 
<laughs> oh god, not touching that one. Those are the ones that Dawson tried to no! get rid of, like, a long time ago. Those are, uh, he knows all, that's his buddy, that's your buddy's Dawson. Like, Jew rights, that, that's what you fought against. Now, we appreciate that, your honesty, in coming on here. Ultimate spider monkey. <laughs> why that? Like, why that was the trigger? Like, the world may never know. Well, Ultimate Spider Monkey does hate the Jews. He was pretty anti-Semitic. You may not have caught the undertones when watching... But the Omniverse redesign wasn't. They removed all of it. <laughs> yes, but... It was all in the legs? Is that what you call them? You might not have caught the, the, the anti-Semitic over, uh, undertones there, but I promise you, we'll watch a little bit closer. It's there. You you just you just don't know you just don't know the power of the dark side. No, I do. It's just like I don't even know. I don't have a joke for that. It's like a lot of people like betraying each other. Just like both sides are like too extreme for their own good. <laughs> one's like ah, you must kill your master and then become the master and get killed by your student. The other one's like no sex. Like <laughs> so, they were both just. Set up for failure from the beginning. <laughs> Got a point there. Uh, well, yes. It's all Dawson's fault anyway. That's what I do. Speaking of no sex, so the series wrap up. We'll just play the white noises. Agreed? Yes? Just... <laughs> uh. Okay, so, plot, there was none. Uh. <laughs> they did, like, the same thing, honestly, that Ninja did, with, like, it was so sparse, Doing and then nothing. when it wasn't, when it, when it wasn't happening, it was as if it didn't exist. Like, you know, you would think they never even started the plot. Like, the whole Lost Cube champion symbol thing, like, dear god. The Gokaiders literally visited and left in the time that, that it took to get to that. It's, it's insane. It's unfortunate. I really hope Q Ranger corrects that. Like, even if it's like a sparser plot, like, can you at least make it seem like it exists in some of the filler episodes? <laughs> can you at least do something? <laughs> like, just do anything. Just please. Like, when I don't think Jojo... it was as bad as in. When Jojo was doing plot, it was pretty decent, but like, it did it so rarely. That it was so hard to stay interested in anything. Well, and it wasn't just that the plot was sporadic. It was that it wasn't. It was just always inconsistent as to what they were doing, and and it didn't even like half the time we do plot this week. Four weeks later, when we do plot, it's not even a continuation of last week's thing. We just add just threw a whole new thing at you, and you're like, well, wait, where did this, hold on? Where did this come from? Why are we doing this? What is happening? I don't know. And then you just hide under your covers and just wait for death. Well, and then when they got to like certain plot points that were like answers, it was like the answers weren't worth it. Like, because when this started, I was kind of interested in the mythology and some of the questions they raised. And then when they finally answered them, I felt they were just really lackluster. Oh yeah, generic. That that's certainly true. 
It, like I was interested in like the whole like oh how did the why are there geoagers there like who created that stuff and it was like oh the Earth did it on Earth like well that's boring like this this whale man was like oh help Earth and Earth's like oh, all right and they gave him a giant ass cube gun like well if I gotta like it it yeah I don't know I it ah that's what I have to say ah. It's just like if Ninja was annoying, Georgia was just kind of dull, and it's kind of like I didn't hate it as much or anything. It's just it was kind of in the same boat, but like it just wasn't as annoying, except for Misao. Misao was the worst. See, I think your mom was the worst. They're both just like let's mm. just put them both there. Not to make blanks all the way to eighty-eight <laughs> blanks. Like the villains from the, At World's End, like the robots. I'm the only one that's seen it. Really? No, I saw blanks. that. Call them blanks. No, I'm trying to update the Qtama list with all these Qtama. And I'm trying to fix it because, you know, for some reason, uh, when we did this the first go round, people were just like jacking off so much that we couldn't read the numbers on most of the Tutama and so then I had to like rearrange the ones that were already on there because I never went back and did it because I was like fuck you people I hate this shit and now I have to go back and then add all the ones in addition to that add all the ones from this toy catalog plus a couple like the promo ones and all the other bullshit and there's some promo one numbered all the way down to fucking 88 I can't add it without adding like just blank spaces for all the rest of them in between 55 and 88. Really dumb. Still more plot than Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> as far as like characters go, everyone stood out to me because they looked different because they had a distinct look. But that was kind of about it, honestly. That's because they had different animal faces. I appreciated that Yamato at least wasn't a shrieking red, but he was just kind of generic for me. Like, he was between, like, a badass character and, like, a shrieking one, but it was... It wasn't anything thrilling, but at least I didn't... We didn't have to deal with, like, another Takaharu equivalent. I did appreciate that a lot. Um, Yamato, with me, the only problem I had was the whole thing with his dad. Like, yeah, first of all, first of all, the fact that he had a daddy issue turned me off completely because I, I, that pissed. I'm like, I'm really kind of tired of everyone and their daddy issues. Like, we 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 just did this, and you know, they had to listen to Tyler running around like trying to hump his dad for two years, and and then they in the middle of all that they shove this guy in our face and. I just thought, okay, he's living with his uncle, his parents are dead, and moved on with my life, and then all of a sudden it turns out that no, his dad is not dead, just his mother. Okay, fine. I, I, you know, whatever. You, you just live with your uncle doing, you know, zoology work or something. I don't know. There could have been any a number of reasons for that. Um, 
instead they went the route of I'm pissed off at my dad because he missed my mom dying. Because he was saving people because he's a fucking doctor. And well, God, right. that pissed and, me off. And, and then you start finding out more about it and it's, oh, well, I'm pissed at my dad because he was working saving people's lives instead. You go, well, you're just like a special kind of asshole then, aren't you? If he didn't save Bard's life, then I wouldn't be a Jewodra and I would have never met my friends. But wouldn't I be a Jewodra, wouldn't but be I'm so thankful myself. for him, but I hate him. <sighs> well, what was dumbest about it is you could see him being mad as a kid when he didn't have as much common sense, but it could have been a, maybe a better story about like him realizing that he was being stupid, or he should have already realized it long ago. Yeah, and it, and it got in the way like at the end. It should have been a, like a f- sort of fillery slash sort of plot they did earlier instead of having it all of a sudden intrude on the finale arc. I mean, granted, there wasn't a lot going on in the finale arc, like any major plots or anything, but it still just seemed weird to have that in there. Yeah, that there there wasn't a lot going on to to not include it, but it was just it's stupid. It it didn't make any sense to me, and. I don't even know if he really was, like, right away on board with it, even after finding out that what he was doing was saving Bard. I think he's just a fuck. Like, I think he is just a fuck. Yeah, like, his his attitude kind of ticked me off, which sucked because before that I kind of liked him, just because it was a nice change of pace to have a... Like a serious caring red instead of Sir Shrieks a lot. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, like you were saying, like it wasn't one of those shrieking crazy ass reds. Like, eh! and I'm like, oh okay, we 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 can do this. You know, and it's not so but, bad. But then that happened, and I kind of hated him for it. But <laughs> well, can't can't win them all, I guess. <laughs> Um, but, well, like, the, go ahead. I was just going to move to Misao, but if you're going to say something oh, else. No, I, w- I was just going to say, like, real quick, like, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but, um, like, the characters as a whole, outside of Misao, which we'll get to in a second, uh, like, I liked all of them enough, because they, they were all kind of different. Uh, and they mm-hmm. all had traits of their respective animals that kind of set them apart from each other. And I, I that liked was that one of the things. That was one of the things that I liked about it early on. Um, is that oh they've got uh, you know one's got the super hearing and one's got the super taste and smell and whatever. I'm like okay maybe we're gonna use this for something and. Not they so did much occasionally. After the first couple of they they occasionally remembered it, but it it wasn't quite you know used as much as like any other gimmick that they do with the characters. Uh, it's never quite used as much as uh, would be nice, because then at times it's you know they use it at first like look what I can do, and like they're fucking Stuart and. Like, <laughs> after a while, it's like, well, what kind of a plot? And instead of, it, like, I guess, being just added in as necessary, it becomes, what kind of plot can we write in for them to just jump out looking like Stuart and be like, look what I can do? 
Like, <laughs> all right, and, and then all of a sudden it's resolved because they got super hearing, or whatever. Like it. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, it, like as a whole, I really like the characters. I think they could have went through a little bit more of growth and change because I don't think they really did. No, um, not really. But, Other than just learning to like light love the earth and, and Yamato yeah. and whatever. But we, we learned enough about them and spent enough time with who they were for me to appreciate their characters. Unlike the next guy. I would have liked to I would like to to know more about like their Juman world lives or just the Juman world in general because we really didn't get a whole lot. Yeah. Like like it All was, we really got oh, was that the Juman world was like a bunch of assholes. Like, well, yeah, we got that, and then it was like, okay, well, you know, Tusk has his own daddy issues, and, and you know, uh, Sela misses her family, and it's just, was it Amu's the one, it's just her and her mom, or something, like, we we got these things, but that's, you know, we got very little, and then after that, it was like, well, okay. Now I'm just thinking about how even more awkward it seems that the world's merged since one of the last significant things we learned about the Juman world is that they, like, murdered prisoners from our world. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I was wondering how that was going to work. Like, that, okay, that's now a thing. You know, these people have to live together. And the, the Juman, at least the Juman leadership, clearly does not like uh, humans. They do not like Humans. Uh, I'm not sure what to do about this. Like, are you just gonna go on like a Juman killing spree? Like, the Earth is ours. Death to y'all humans. Like, it's gonna be like Planet of the Apes. Maybe that's what the uh, B cinema will actually be. It's gonna be Planet of the Jumans. That's. And they're gonna find the Statue of Liberty at the end. <laughs> They're gonna find Tokyo Tower and she'll be like, You killed it! You killed destroyed it, you damn dirty horse head! <laughs> you kill destroyed it? Shut up. <laughs> it's like when Saban's glitching out about trying to use the word kill. I'm like, We must use the word destroy, and they just freak out and write the word kill destroy. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but then you do it anyway, but then you do that, and then Saban comes in with a copyright claim, so. You know how it is. <laughs> oh my god, that was like that's like a Joker laugh or something happening there. <laughs> like, uh, but Brian's yeah, the next Joker. Misao, like we we've gone over this many times throughout the series, but like he is just, a fuck. Like I I was <laughs> automatically disappointed we didn't get a badass sixth because he came. He had a really cool interaction when he came in, like as kicking their ass because he. Not only was it cool to see and it was badass with the suit, but it was shaking things up because we had just started when Jojo became dull. But then we have this potential to actually turn him into an interesting character with these traits, and they just turn it into a giant Pokemon joke where it's just like one character trait. Well, you know, I'm, I'm continuously disappointed by the, the Sixth Ranger Syndrome trope that they all do. Um, where... The Sixth Ranger debuts, whether he's on their side at first or not, it's never, it's not really important. Um, but he is this all-powerful badass who comes in 
and he takes on a whole squadron of foot soldiers by himself. There's like 30 guys in him, and he just Tommy's that shit and just kills them all in 13 seconds. And, you know, can take on the monster and a general at the same time and just is a total badass. And the others are like, oh my god, who is this cool guy? He's our savior. He's gonna help us. And and then after his debut, or maybe a couple episodes after the debut, depending on the storyline of it, he is just as shitty of a fighter and just as powerless as the rest of them. And then all of a sudden it's like two foot soldiers and he's crying in his panties. Like... Uh, like but he missed just, the pancake party. He wasn't invited. It, like that by itself is kind of annoying. Before you even get in any of like Miss Sal's little stupid one note quirks, that by itself is just really fucking annoying. And because here you have a guy who starts out with three Juman powers combined together. Granted it's through whatever means Genesis uses as opposed to the powers of the Earth. But he's got, whether you look, however you look at it, he's got three Juman powers crammed into one suit. And so he should be stronger than all of them. He goes around, whips their asses. Then, through literally no effort whatsoever, they turn him good. Okay, fine. So now instead of being, you know, uh, the world, he is duo the world. And he will defeat the Death Galeons with him. And then he turns into a little bitch. Like, he can't kill anything on his own. He freaks the fuck out constantly. You look at him crooked. And he curls up in a little ball. Uh, Brock style. And it's like, okay, why are you doing this? And then in an episode later, he does the same thing again because well, we fix it this time and we show him that he doesn't have to be a little bitch and he says okay guys I won't be a little bitch anymore ten minutes later look who's a little bitch well they just spent so much time on him doing that exact same thing it was like the same episode but just with a different one of the core five that were assisting him that week but then like nothing yeah, would change it, the following week like and then, and then you start to think that, okay, well, maybe, just maybe, once we go through all f- five of them having a little heart-to-heart moment with him and, and, and him understanding that he's, you know, he's not a little shitbag and understanding, you know, whatever, be in, just be normal, that it'll be fine and they'll just stop doing it. No, no, they don't. No, he's just going to continuously feel bad about himself and be upset by it. even in the finale, he didn't come up in a little ball, but he's like, oh, oh, Janice feels bad about himself because he's a little shitbag. I'm a little shitbag too. That's why he took pity on me and made me the world. I'm just like Janice. Like, oh god, oh god, here we go. Like, I think they just pulled him back. Like, he was about to just corner it, you know, curl up in a little ball in the corner it up, and they just they pulled him back. Like, hold me back, coach. Like, I really think that, like, if it, had they not jumped in at that moment, ten seconds later, he'd have been caught up in a little ball, twirling his finger on the floor. Like, I missed the pancake party. I'm not good enough for the pancake party. I want pancakes Just, 
with the muffin and the bacon. I've had all my sorted like, together. Well, and speaking of tropes, like, I, I hate that trope we've had recently of, like, the Six Ranger just turning into, like, kind of like the, the secondary companion in Pokemon. It's just like a one-note joke, and we don't really have characters for them anymore. Like, it's, I, I hope that doesn't really happen annoying. this year. Well, it's going to be kind of weird now because there's just so many of them. Yeah, I don't know which one's the sixth because there's there's 11 of them. Well, we know it won't so. happen to their actual quote-unquote sixth since it's the commander. And <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to make the badass commander character a, well, a joke. But Unless um, they do from the beginning. Like, his whole character is just some sort of, like quote he has that he says to the team and then that just continues when he becomes a ranger right uh, yeah i could see yeah. that happening <laughs> like, i mean uh, his, I his helmet doesn't even have like ears like doggies so he's not even legit i'm hoping he's more like doggy and like deca master type where uh he's but but fights by john Tui. well yes voiced by john Tui would be amazing but I really don't think that Deca Master fought enough for me. Uh, I would have preferred seeing that suit more. Uh, but yeah, if if he's more like that, that's fine. And then there's a little kid, so I don't know how that's gonna work. And plus, they're juggling them now among nine other ones. But we got a roulette wheel, so that's cool. The roulette <laughs> wheel will help us. Uh, to this determine. is why we have a chore wheel. <laughs> The chore wheel will help us figure out who gets focus each week. Um, and then everyone will still complain that it's red and pink's not getting to do enough, even though pink is a robot and, and, and green not, is not doing enough because Japan hates vaginas or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, in any case. Miss Sao. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is a shit bag. We just discussed this. God damn it, Brian. Keep up, please. <laughs> Only thing I'll say is, like, I, I've said it several times that I hate the fact that they set up a character with, like, an actual, like, mental illness and just make fun of it constantly. I think that's a yeah. really garbage thing to do. <laughs> well, to be fair, we, we always make fun of the handicap. That's one of the most fun things in this world that you can do is just make fun of He threw a trash those. can at me. That's what happened. <laughs> is make fun of those who are just worse off than you, um, whether so physically way. or mentally, really. Well, um, and it's, just, it's funny because... I mean, like, that, that is the most American thing you can do. Well, because, like, people would say, like... When we would complain about the fact that Misao wouldn't get over it, they're like, well, you don't just get over it. I'm like, well, it's true, but it's not, like, comical like that, you know? And it's not usually over pancake parties every week. Because it was always – it was never something real. It was always something really stupid, like a balloon or a pancake party that would trigger him. Like, I, I like that Leo was just, like, fed up with it. He's like, oh, fuck this guy. Can we just ditch him? Like, <laughs> like just – can we just leave him in a ditch somewhere, guys? Let's like, go to a haunted house and be like, oh, man, can I borrow your flashlight? And then we leave him in the, fa the haunted house. Haunted house, then we got his morpher, we just give it to somebody else, and then he's just freaking out in the haunted house. That would have been an amazing plot. <laughs> Leo's reaction was pretty much just always, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, it was. I mean, that's... I mean, it's, it's accurate. Ah. Uh. 
there's like, and then for like villains and side characters, there's hardly anything to go over because there was literally just Mario, and the villains were like nothing. Like <laughs> Larry, come on. Oh, I forgot about Larry. Well, he showed up like three times. <laughs> you need to go like, right at the end. <laughs> Well, but Larry part. was an awesome character. He just said Amigos a bunch of times. Already makes him a better character than most <laughs> of the people on the show. And and he made himself into a stereotype because he ate bananas. <laughs> like, how racist. <laughs> uh, Larry, Larry, why you do that? And then, like, with Bard, I kind of already said what I thought about Bard is that I felt like there was going to be something more to it, and there just never was. Yeah, there there wasn't a whole lot for him there. Like, there was so much potential, there was so much story laid out, and then it just kind of, he just sort of devolved into additional hero. And then those those cubes that just never appeared. That was his main story, like getting these things to appear so they could sell the toys. Um, and like Mario, he was really of no consequence. Like I felt like they should have had him find out about them earlier because I felt he added a little bit more value to the mix after he found out. Yeah. Like maybe have him find out somewhere in the early or mid thirties or something like that, and then he could have had a little bit more to do with storylines, because other than that, he would literally just show up at the end of the episode to, like, wear a costume, and then sometimes at the beginning before, like, they left for whatever that plot was. But, like, that was it. He really didn't add much to it. Yeah, and it's a shame, because, like, I like him. I think the character could have probably... I don't want to say added a whole lot, but at least added a certain presence to the team, especially when they were at the house, instead of, like you said, doing like, 40 episodes of oh, animals in the (laughs) yeah did I see tails on them, or I going crazy? (laughs) yeah, you're animal shenanigans no but, yeah, I don't, I think that's that's kind of stupid but, yeah um and, like, the one thing I'll give the villains, like, I, I, we mentioned this before over in Ninja, is at least they had kind of a more numbers presence than the Ninjas. Like, it's like they both had a, a, a positive and a negative. The Ninjas, as bare bones as it was, at least had some more story going on. But they felt like they were operating out of, like, one of the shacks in the Home Depot parking lot. But, <laughs> like, Georgers had more of a, an imposing presence of numbers like you usually have of, like, oh, here's the big ship with a bunch of people on it. But they had next to no story, and as we talked about with the finale discussion, like most of the story that was delivered was like a "oh yeah," and everything else was Bungle being annoyed, and like all of a sudden Kubar was uh, a victim of of Janus at one point. And like I was kind of disappointed by Bungle too, as much as I liked his whole like "oh I hate your generic Toku sayings." Like I kind of liked the idea of having like an X factor of like this third element of like wasn't really working with the other side and then he just kind of was lumped in with them and it became boring after that mm-hmm. well anyway, and then on top of it I feel like uh, it, it was all just so random like 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 we talked about before with the story the, the villain spin off of Sunny with a Chance yep 
<laughs> what? You know. <laughs> so you have a chance, so random. You know how it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, I felt like it was all just... Uh, it, it slapped in there just randomly. You know, oh, Kubar, we're going on. All of a sudden, Kubar's like, no, I secretly hate Janice. Oh, okay. Well, that never came out sooner. Why Why do you secretly hate Janice? Because he killed my planet. Like, it oh, randomly popped okay. up, and at least it had several episodes of progression. Like, that, and that was the only one that had several episodes of progression. Because like, if it was the finale, it would the... be like, they killed my planet dead the next episode. <laughs> Yeah, like they they I mean they went through through the whole thing with Bang Ray with Kubar's story and then he died. I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's fine." Like I thought he maybe might they were going to lead to maybe like he kills Janice and like he or like a, takes part of Janice. He took part of Bang Ray, takes part of Janice and then he becomes worse and he's the final villain. Oh, weakens it with Janice so that they kill him and then takes some kind of part of him, but no, just Jenna's being a cloud of amoebas. Like, that was never hinted at. Azalt was never hinted at. Like, none of it. It was just, like, oh, the villains are just... It, they, it, they it sucks because stuff. I think... I actually think Jenna's being a blob of amoebas could have been something moderately compelling if they would have led into it. At, or at least built a mystery around it. Like, oh, something's up with him. I wonder what it is. But no, it's like he, as far as we knew, he was just a really pissed off alien that was super bored and was a moderate alcoholic. (laughs) And and that's like all we had of him until the very end. And it's like, oh, I'm a alcoholic because I hate myself because I'm a low life scum. Well, you know, and that got me too is that a lot of times, uh, you. You see them, uh, the, the, like the the generals or what, you know, whatever they are, doing things uh, occasionally, and I, I felt like at least it, it, with Juoger, they didn't do as much. Like a lot of what they did was stand around on the ship and be like, "Oh, it's my turn for a blood game." <laughs> like, oh no, it's my turn for a blood game. Like, oh, oh, okay. Um, that's cool, and that's that's about it. Like I'm sending my guy down. This is this is Dick Wado Hulahan. Like, oh okay, what's Pirate he gonna Houlihan. do? Well, at my game, Dick Wado Hulahan's gonna run down and he's gonna make everyone on Earth's hands into dicks, and they're all gonna fuck each other to death with him. Like, oh okay, <laughs> like. Like, that'll be funny. That should entertain me. And there's Janice leaning on his arm with his cup of wine. Like, yes, this pleases me. Like, like okay. I don't. That's all y'all are gonna do here. And at the end, Nario just comes down. Here, this is this is Janice's body. Take it. It is holy and will make you large. Oh, Did okay. she ever get any kind of story other than just basically being the generic female villain that's like borderline in love with the main guy? No. I didn't think so. Oh, thank you, Nadia. I'm like, oh, okay. That's it. That's <laughs> all every goddamn week. This is the same shit. So, uh, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not in this. 
I, it was just, it was just stupid. Like, <laughs> well, and even having generals that competed in the game could have been a more interesting angle. Like if they all had very distinct approaches that were interesting, or like distinct like army members and all their like army monsters look different and that could have been played up almost like factions fighting but that really wasn't like and maybe i'm just misremembering things because of whatever pissing me off but i feel like they even when they came down and be like i'm gonna go help my player that they fought less than past generals like like past generals you know they come down and they fight for a little bit but then it's time for them to just like blow up the monster and like oh fuck this shit i'm out of here and uh i feel like that that even when they came down to help it was like you know like they fight for about 30 seconds and like you know what i don't like it down here the the air is too full of oxygen it's uh is there air you don't know the sky is too blue, and, and that guy's over there curled up in a corner, and that's just kind of creeping me out. So I'm leaving. Like, I don't know. I feel like they, 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 even then, they did less. Even when they were trying to help, they did less than, than the other guys previously. Previously, like, on other guys. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know if that's just remembering it wrong because of being so frustrated with uh Juoger. No, they they uh, didn't like they didn't Like I barely remembered him when I wasn't seeing him. Like the only reason that I remembered them sort of now is like once Azald got that storyline, but like it was kind of like when they when I wasn't looking at him, I forgot they existed, honestly. Like So I I don't I don't know. I don't I I don't even know what to say about these little queers. They're just there. Like, it's blood game time. Like, oh, okay. You do that. As far as, like, I'm trying to think where we go next, because we basically did everything of substance. Like, we usually, I just, I guess to mention it, because we usually talk about it, I, I did like a lot of the designs in the show. Like, I liked the yeah. suits. Uh, I liked the mecha. I thought the toy line was a lot of fun. I thought a lot of people were idiots for calling it simple when that's what they were going for. Um, I liked the, the mecha looks it. so stupid. They're so blocky. Um, well, they're I, cubes, I, so. I like that Yamato had three different forms, and I think they did a good job of actually balancing them. I think they kind of mm-hmm. did poorly with Misao's, which is kind of funny because it seems easier. Like, it's just a helmet swap. But, like, I like that the Yamato's was really balanced. Like, I honestly expected us to see Gorilla a lot less once Whale came around. Like, in general, even Eagle. Like, I kind of assumed he might just go straight to Whale a lot, but they balanced it well. And it's kind of unfortunate we won't get I figures like... and stuff of like that here. Oh, yeah, no. Because that would be really good. But I feel like with Misao, a lot of it was... Um... They'd use the form all of a sudden at the end. Like, he'd fight, fight, fight in his normal standard rhino form, and then all of a sudden we want to do a gun finisher, so now he's wolf mode. They don't even do any, like, they didn't even announce it. All of a sudden, fight that way, just like he, all of a sudden, they cut back to him, and it's him and, like, two others with guns out, and uh, he's in wolf mode. Like, oh, okay, I guess. Oh, well. I guess we did that when off camera. Like, oh, we're doing a, a slashing finisher, and then all of a sudden they cut back to him, and here he's crocodile. Like, oh, okay, that's we're doing that. All right, well, let's 
that's fine. Uh, I don't know why you'd do that sooner, but whatever, dude. That's that, that's your business. I thought that was kind of unfortunate because I thought that was a really cool element of his design, which was really neat. Like, and I mean, all the those the se- transformation sequences were nice. I don't know if maybe they just cost too much and cut it out a lot, but um, you know, I thought they were all pretty neat. Um, well, I'm a little still confused about what exactly they were going for with. With Bard, it just was—is it orange? Is it not orange? It looked—it looked like they just used Yamato's suit and like edited in post a lot of the time. There would be times where they'd show a shot. I'm like, oh, that actually looks kind of neat. And then like he would move. I'm like, oh, never mind. Like it was just—I don't know. I like the idea of it like being dull because of it, but because of him. But then he was like, I'm borrowing the Earth's power, and just, I don't know. It was confusing. Um, yeah, it's kind of a shame we won't get that here since they already got their little fingers in Q-Ranger. Like, everyone's got their fingers in Q-Ranger right now. My fingers are in Q-Ranger and in your mother. I have a lot of fingers. Because it would be another good one that they could actually get a bunch of Ranger figures for because you could have three forms for red. I wouldn't hold it past them to do three different figures for the world. Um, so, it's kind of a shame. Yeah. Um, and I'm not much one to comment other than like on the background track on music because I didn't notice it much until the last episode but like this, the last episode made really good use of the score for some good moments but that was like one of the first times I really noticed it honestly and I'm usually yep. kind of on top of that uh, I like the a lot of the lyrical tracks that I've heard I haven't heard a whole lot of them but the ones that I have downloaded and listened to I really like so I know I hated the ending because it was always a mad dash for the pause button when it would end. Because like I just it was it was too much for me. It was just too much cheerfulness and, and the the singing and the, 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 the uh, no. You don't it like the dancing. T- it was too no. much cheerfulness. Like as soon as it it would start like ah Nemo, I was like no, like the preview or like sometimes it would just not even be worth it. And I would close the window and just get out of there before it even happened. Like fuck the preview. It was awful. Nami anima. Like, and then they they added a, a a line for whale in the last episode just randomly because the song didn't previously have one. Oh boy! So I'm guessing it was a new version of the song specifically for the finale that added like a line about whales. I don't know why they had to do that, but. Uh, but yeah, overall. I didn't really hate it with a passion, but it was just kind of dull, honestly, for me. And it's kind of unfortunate, because I really wanted to like it, and it started off decently. So, yeah. Yeah, like, it started off decently, it was fun, and then all of a sudden, it was not. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's a thing. It's just getting boring, and you know, at times you just think, "Oh, well, it's the it's the boring part of the show." I mean, that's we all know what happens uh, the same time every year or thereabouts, and and maybe that's what we're uh, what we're doing. And then, nope, that's it's just continuing. It's continuing. Um, there's the boring part, and it's just going. 
And they're not doing much. Phil, they're going to get to some plot in a minute. This, this is happening. Nope, nope, no plot. Okay. Moving along. Like, that was, that was the whole show. Maybe next week we'll get some plot. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll get some Georgia plot in the first episode of Q-Ranger. I don't know. <laughs> That's where they put oh. it all. <laughs> That's where they put it all. Like, uh, we're still waiting. Like. Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, I agree for the most part with everything. I mean, it it was a show that I really wanted to like a lot, and by the end of it, I only liked it a little. And I love the designs. Like I said, I like the actual characters themselves. I like the world that they started with. Um, and I, I just think that, unfortunately, they didn't really build on the lore at all. At least not effectively. Uh, no. And... I mean, part of the charm of Sentai is the fun, and I don't necessarily think this one entirely captured the level of fun that other series have captured a lot more effectively. No. Uh, so it, it, it just kind of became very mediocre. Like, I don't want to say it's horrible, but it's just kind of there. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly. I mean, it certainly had its ba- really bad moments, but it was never like the ninja levels of like, I hate this. It was just kind of like, oh, this is kind of like a boring cracker. <laughs> Whereas well, ninja this, was this just is a like... Disappointment. Ninja was just like a saltine cracker coated in soap. It's just, I don't <laughs> know. It's just... <laughs> Please be good, Q-Ranger. You're literally our only hope. It might get canceled if you don't win. <laughs> you don't win your blood game. Hopefully your strategy of dumping a million toys at once works. That seems like a smart marketing decision. Like, seriously, <laughs> someone needs to get punched in the nuts for this. <laughs> like, damn. Speaking of punching in the nuts, now it's time for... Rambo, oh no, ninjas, no, no. ninja steal, oh, some risk me. Because <laughs> their humor is like basically the highlight reel of America's Funniest Home Videos for, for Monty and Victor. <laughs> Except it's probably funnier on America's like, Funniest Home Videos. It, it, this is like two in a row of shit getting spewed in his face and I can't deal with it. Like, why is that? I don't, I don't know why they think that's so funny, honestly. Uh, like, that was the worst part of the episode for me, was that whole bit, and then, like, like, I'll admit that the idea, if we had funny characters, like, trying to get more views than the Power Rangers, has, like, funny potential, but just not the way they went about it. Like, the funnier moments didn't even come from them. The funnier moments were, like, Brody saying, like, 30 Earth Minutes and stuff like that. Um, like, just little, little or funny moments, um... But it, it was a pretty... It wasn't oh, the worst episode. It was just kind of an average filler, honestly. It was uh, that kind of mix of that classic Red needs to uh, learn to be a team player and don't cheat on tests, even though you could literally just use your phone for anything. It reminded me of that guy in the Parks and Rec episode about the the porn video store, and he just goes, I'm watching Iron Man 2 on my phone right now. Like, that was Brody in this episode. <laughs> where he's like, yeah, you can just watch movies online. Like, he's that was him. <laughs> Leslie's just in there. Bailiff, get him out of here. 
Like, that was the shocker when Leslie showed up in this episode. Nope. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember what else. They debuted the Megazord and, like, the classic Megazord mode. I'm glad we're doing that at least from the beginning now. Um, and the kind of cool way that the, the, the blade has a saw finisher, except you can never use it on anything. <laughs> I like how I would, even yeah, I would love to use that saw finisher. Like, yeah, brum, like, brum, brum. I'm like okay. It could have been cool, but it's only in the the Megazord. <laughs> it makes me wonder if we're gonna do a, a different uh, mode like we did with with Dino Charge, like uh, the mode that will not only like expand the armor, even though it kind of covers more than the Dino Charge one did from the get go, but or like alters the suits in any way. Maybe this one will give them lips when the other one took like the the thing away, the little mouthpiece away. Maybe this one will give the ninja helmets random lips or mouthpieces. That would be weird. Let's not do know. that. I mean, it would Can be funny to see. I, I guess, but... It... It'll, it'll just be Joji. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember that picture that sent everyone into a tizzy? And everyone's like, I don't know, a hybrid sounds interesting. Like, immediately discussing it as a valid option. Now that I'm making fun of it, it'll probably happen. Probably. Classically. Um, Damn it, Dawson. But, yeah. I don't can't think of anything like, else, honestly. Um, I really hate those two guys. They fucking annoy me. Like, they, the, the little stupid side comedic characters are... Like, I don't... I think it's not just the fact that they're doing that same type of humor. I think it's also, like... Like, I don't think it's, like, the people. I think it's, like, like it's, you know... That, although that one little nerdy dude, he probably looks pretty freaky in, in real life. But... I don't think it's a mask. I don't think it's a mask. I think he just <laughs> always looks, like, fucking weird. But That's not Monty. It's a man, baby. <laughs> I, but it was I, already a man to begin with. Was it, though? Like, like what, what they are is really aggravating to me. Like... Just as like, oh look, it's like the all around popular guy, jock guy, who you know he wants to be, he thinks he's so cool and wants to be the best, the coolest, and the bestest at everything. And then his like nerd crony that like he's I guess bribed into forcing to be his manservant. Like. I, I don't know what's happening with that, but it's really, it's kind of aggravating. <laughs> like, I want to punch him in the dick. Like, every it's time I see him. It's also not morally right, but hey. <laughs> like. But don't cheat. I, right? Like, uh, I just, I want to punch him in the dick every time I see him. Like, and just be like, go away. Don't come back. I fucking don't like you. Um. I just, I don't, I don't get why, like, I get why they're there, they're there for, for comedic reasons, but I don't get why we're doing that. Like. Because the uh, lives in 1950 prison world, and they just <laughs> sent over the scripts. <laughs> like, can someone I, send Ty to go let him out, get, get mon in here, what the fuck? Like, I really hope that, like, they're, Calvin they're not so. Calvin and Haley got to hold hands, it was a miracle. <laughs> 
It's like third base in Power Rangers. Uh, I should like, have been watching the screen out of seen it. I was not even paying attention at all at that moment. Like I hope they're not as prevalent like in future episodes, like not a main part of it. Like just have like they were last week where they're just kind of win one singing, I hope. There's like that more weeks. Um I really like their like civilian training ninja outfit things. Like yeah, those are cool. I hope that, like, we get to see them either out in the field or, like, in training where they, like, full-on put the hoods on, like, but for some reason, like, I wouldn't put them past them to just have the hoods and never put them on and just always walk around in them in the garage and, like, never do any real training in them. It would seem <laughs> like a waste. Hoodies but... are dangerous, so that's how you <laughs> I like shot. to live dangerously. <laughs> Speaking of, I like the base. The base looks cool. Yeah, yes. and I like how they like go through that vent thing. It kind of reminds me of like when they would swing through that that hole in the wall in Jungle Fury, but like with mm-hmm. less stakes. But it was still cool. <laughs> but with less stakes. <laughs> well, yeah, because they don't have to swing through it or anything. Or like, I don't know. I don't remember. Did they ever like just miss in Jungle Fury? Like, I don't think so. That would probably be a joke that Saban would do. Is they would like face plant fall over and then like a shake would fall on their face. <laughs> It was really funny because I watched the preview clip today and it was like Preston stopping a milkshake from falling on Calvin's face. And I almost captioned it and been like, oh man, Preston's not going to stand for that 1950s humor. And then he let it fall on his face. And I was like, I was rooting for you. You ruined my tweet. You ruined my teat. Like just, uh... I was also really thankful that Preston didn't look like a dweeb in this episode. (laughs) He's back to it next episode, so it's kind of yeah, ruined. Like, but maybe it'll be every other week. Like, <laughs> which one is he? I don't know their names. Blue, blue. Okay. Okay, Dawson. <laughs> Look, it's been like two episodes, and they have stupid names. Okay. It takes a minute to learn if they have stupid names. And lately, they've been getting stupid names. I can't help that. I'm not the writers. Captain Lance would be very angry with you. Yeah, Quentin. <laughs> like, <laughs> Quentin Coldwater. He's got a fucking stupid name, too. Oh, that's what I was talking it... about, Sarah. Uh, but, I mean, they have normal names. It's easier for me to learn their names than the Japanese names. Especially really? when they reuse names that they've. Yeah, like, because they're not. These, because the names are to learn the Japanese names and this bullshit. Because the names in America are the ones I encounter in real life. I've never encountered a Yamato in real life before. <laughs> I've, I've encountered uh, a tomato, the fruit, but that's about <laughs> it. As close as I've gotten. It's almost never, the same. Uh, I don't think I've ever met anyone named Preston. Uh, I've heard of someone Preston. Yeah, I've heard of a, like other fictional characters named Preston. I've heard of more people named Preston than I have Sella. Or what is the. I've never met anyone named Calvin. Calvin uh, and Hobbs. <laughs> You're a little bitch. Well, <laughs> like, but that's a fictional character. I mean, like, an actual real fucking human being, not just a fucking cartoon comic strip in the newspaper. Twelve-year-olds everywhere are going. What's a newspaper? He just. What is that? I, I don't know. This. It's Calvin it's, Coolidge. That, he was a president. He is a president. 
That doesn't mean that he's a president a hundred years ago. It doesn't mean I met him. Really, yeah, it's really like, legit. You have to meet them. They're like, okay, name legitimized. Exactly. Like, it's not a real thing anymore unless someone's actually named that. Like. I don't know how we got on names. Because uh, your mother. Oh, okay. Because Kevin didn't Brad know them, and then I was like, Captain Lance. <laughs> and then y'all were like Quentin, and I'm like, no, Sarah, and then we got talking then, about Preston. And, and well, I was thinking about the name Quentin from earlier, because I was thinking of names. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brian, and Brian heard Lance and won some crackers. And then Rory killed Sarah, and then she came back. Again. <laughs> Classic Sarah. <laughs> you know how it is. Classic Sarah and death mess around. <laughs> Like, she's, you know, she's old friends with it now. Um, but, anyway, I don't have much else to say about Ninja Steel. And by much else, I mean nothing. No, it was alright. It was, 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 was alright. It was alright. It was aight. Aight. And now it's time for... Ramble, ramble, ramble time, yeah. Well, that was a speed-up version. This is like chipmunk mode. Now entering chipmunk mode. <laughs> How do you open yeah. this box? How do you open this box? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, classic. Uh, um, so, Supergirl, uh, McGon has left to go watch Hello, Megan reruns. You know she's not really <laughs> going to Mars. She's just going onto that ship that, what's her na- what's his name was on? I don't know what her husband's name. And then he was just watching Hello, Megan reruns. And he's going to do the same. She's going to go live in me. Hub City for a while. <laughs> Maybe she's going the same place as Ragman. Maybe they're just going to a leave the show for a while convention. Like, did everyone run out of, like, actor budget at the same time or something? Like, could Wally have joined them? Like, (laughs) could we just, like, get rid of Wally and keep Ragman? I know it's different shows, but just hear me out. You really don't like Wally, do you? No, I just, I mean, he was a little bit better this week, but it's just, I don't really care for him as much. I like Ragman better. Got cool rag powers and a whispery voice when he puts his costume on. <laughs> um, um, like, uh, I I liked you know seeing her fighting, um, and I was hoping I like seeing um, Hank fighting as as Martian Manhunter because they had some CG budget. Uh, but I I didn't I was upset when she left and I was hoping that you know. She'd be able to do superhero things and she be used Ms. Martian. <laughs> she, used, she used all her budget, and so now they have to wait till they get money. Uh, I'm kind of curious whether she'll show up near the end of the season or whether she's actually gone until next season. Same thing with Ragman, I guess. Because like, it didn't seem all that unusual that they might have her leave for a few episodes after doing that, but I'm just curious because sometimes you think they're going to come back and then they don't, so I don't know. Um, and poor Kara having to confess everything to a fake version of Alex just <laughs> she played a really good you like spot on <laughs> I mean but this episode could okay have used more Monel, heard it telepathically could use more bare naked ladies that song always reminds me of the Digimon movie the one they played at the beginning just because it was on the soundtrack I know <laughs> I think I think it was in the movie too at one point 
um, well, obviously it was, but sometimes there's songs that are like only in the ending credits. Um, but uh, I needed like the more moments. Theory theme songs randomly in the middle of it. <laughs> I love how, uh, like, I, I didn't even think it was win. I like totally fell for the. There's one of those two people that are fighting that are like background characters that are all of a sudden speaking because it's <laughs> called for in this episode. Like, right? come on, man, it's me. And like, and then as soon as he like actually just picked up the flame, I was like, yeah, we got duped. Well, and then I wasn't sure how it worked. I'm like, well, then wasn't Win here? And like, then where would he be if like they're copying him? Have they ever mentioned before that telepathic link thing, or is that only for White Martians? I mean, or is it they've just like the telepathic link? As I know, as far as I know, they've never mentioned it before. Um, I thought that's got to only be White Martians because, I mean, if it weren't, I would think that Hank, John, whomever would have known that Hank was not dead unless he was just far enough away from him that he didn't have a link. But, I mean, he still looks pretty black, so it didn't really affect his transformation. So that might just well, be a thing about whites. Well, I, might, I, I wonder if it's also just with them or if, like, it's probably just their memories, too, because, like... Uh, when he shifted into shit, I can't remember Turbo. the name of that dude. Yeah, exactly. When he shifted Turbo? into Turbo, <laughs> no, uh, what was that dude's Turbo name? Turbotastic. That, that stupid billionaire guy that hasn't appeared this season. That was like a main villain. Like, he was like he was in the oh, show. Oh, the guy from Twilight, Maxwell Lord. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> when he shifted into him, like he got found out because he didn't me. know some sort of. Um, like random thing that like one of the employees knew so like that could be for both of them that they need the telepathic link to copy their memories but they can copy anyone's shape at any time i don't think that's a big thing no it's just but like i remember that because like some secretary or something asked him a question and he got it wrong and then he like punched her out or whatever or, like erased her memory and he was like i vowed to never do that again and it was like man you don't know she doesn't know now because you wiped her memory We'll laugh about this punched her in the face, and we laughed about it because it's funny to punch a woman in the face. I promise. I do it all the time. Uh, what else? Guardian wasn't in this episode, although he wouldn't really have much place in it. Yeah, no. I mean, there's only so much budget you can have, uh, and well, I mean, it doesn't cost that much budget to have Guardian wear the suit compared to no like, budget. But you gotta pay the guy to be there. That's and true. That's... Maybe he got he got budgeted too. All kinds of budget happening. <laughs> Exactly, Brian. Exactly. Because <laughs> they got too many shows. That was a that was a good point, Brian. <laughs> now, now they're all oh we're gonna do Black Lightning or whatever. And then <laughs> and then of course our buddy is just gonna complain because he got black in the name. <laughs> did we just not did we just call him something besides Black Lightning? That is so racist. Like that is so nineteen fifties racist. Like, oh okay. Can't we just call him Grease Lightning? <laughs> <laughs> just get John Travolta. He's gonna be the mentor. It's gonna be perfect. It's just gonna be. It's gonna tie Greece into the DC TV universe, <laughs> like we've always wanted. <laughs> like I wish that was a joke thing that I read, but it was a serious statement. <laughs> uh. And you know, I was thinking like, because it looks like next week we're moving 
back to uh, finally Lena Luthor stuff and like Cadmus stuff, and I was thinking that I think that Supergirl is like the of the four series. I think it's like the one with the least focus in terms of like what the overall plot is. Because like I think it's Cadmus, but like it's never as clear as like Savitar or Prometheus or like the Legion. Because like I feel like they're almost more episodic. They kind of did the same thing last year. Now that I think about it, you know, because like you thought that like all oh, the main conflict's always going to be, you know, Astra and that, which it was. But like out of nowhere, we did more villain of the weeks that had nothing to do with the escape prisoners. And, like, I think that's just Supergirl's structure. Speaking of, whatever happened to the escaped prisoners, now that you bring it up... There was, like, two of them, and they got them in the first couple episodes, like, apparently. <laughs> there, was, there was two of them. Like, like it's weird. That never because, happened again. Like, because, like, now I could see why it might be not mentioned, because they kind of got to do, like, this bit of a small revamp. But, like, it, it was even weirder in season one, because, like, that was the pilot premise. And they caught, like, what, two of them? Maybe three. The most we fought was from the, the other Kryptonians. So yeah, that was classic Fort Ross. They got left behind with Lucy's hat. They never mentioned her. I don't, did they ever even mention her once? No. Because, like, it's just funny, because, like, I know the actress isn't going to come back, um, probably, but it just, you'd think they'd have a throwaway line. Because I remember in the finale for season one, they were like, uh, we can run the DEO together, comes back. Oh, we just left her in the underground base. She still doesn't know. Like, she's probably just still waiting there with her hat. Like, all right, ready day now. They're going to come back. <laughs> like, where is everyone? They're on vacation. Oh, okay. Just like this other base better. Like, I like how Kara is like, no, Monel, I don't like you like that. I don't want you... It's nothing to do with your job. It's your personality. <laughs> like... I mean, oh, okay. It has nothing to do with your person. With you, nothing to do with the fact that you're a Daxamite and I'm a Kryptonian. Uh, I just don't like you. Like, oh, okay. Moves on. Kara gets jealous. Like, wait a minute. You're supposed to be my boo. What the fuck? Like, well, bitch, you said no. I got to get some of this Earth pussy. They turned really black. Like as <laughs> as it went on, they got blacker. And then he's going to have a fun dinner with Miss Tessmacher as he tells her about when Cisco fell in front of her <laughs> that one time. <laughs> it's not like he's going to fall out of the sky and land right in front of us. Boom. Invisiportaled. It's uh, not like hot naked ladies are going to fall out of the sky in front of us. <sighs> Nothing? Okay. It worked the first time. <laughs> uh, like, bitch, you had your chance. He said, I want that Kryptonian pussy, and you were like, nah, son. I'm not about that life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said, fool. Flash? <laughs> flash, Flash, um, 100 yards. Flash was the same, all that, you know, Kryptonian <laughs> pussy, no. Uh <laughs> So we got to see the return of Date Joe in his date cap. So that was really the best part of it. You know, he's like really pimping it out when he puts that cap on. You know, you know that shit's getting real when he puts that cap on. Like, cause he can rock that shit. And meanwhile, Damien Dork's just dorking it up. Next week he's going to be wearing, or, or in two weeks he's going to be wearing a night outfit, and I'm going to die. 
Like, just for fuck's sake, dude. You just see this guy, pulls up the helmet, his little just dorky, angry face. He's mad that he didn't get that promotion. Like, just classic. Um, but but this oh. was a pretty solid week. Um, I thought there was some interesting stuff with Barry Sorted feeling a need to, like, live up to being a, a good as mentor as, like, all the villains that have trained him. Like, he's like, man. They turned out to be evil, but they were some good teachers. Like, it's kind of true, though. Like, it's right? kind of, it's funny, because usually when a situation that like that happens in any other show or movie, it's like the villains teaching them something wrong to mess them up, or like poisoning them or something, but like both of the villains were like legitimately giving them good tips. <laughs> and like, like, look, Barry, you can phase yourself through things. This is how you do it. Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna try that. Like... I, uh, like, Joe found out how to instantly give people AIDS. Boom. Who doesn't want to give people AIDS? I know I do. Like, it it seemed really gross. Like, I feel like you can get an infection just doing that, just phasing someone's blood through them. Like, ugh. Well, what, what you have to do now is you have to rip out someone's eye socket and then oh pee in their eye hole while you have AIDS. So that then you can give them AIDS in their eye. This is that was just too involved and too graphic, frankly. <laughs> Look, it wasn't me. It was the Woodland Critters. Okay, they came up with that plan because they are evil. I have no idea what's happening right now. Um, Look, they they tried to give birth to the Antichrist. Okay. No idea. Not still like even less of a clue now. Um. Let's see. I feel like there's a lot more that happened. I still really enjoy Julian. Um, yeah. I. I like... They can't kill him now because honestly, I, I was thinking he might be a character they'll kill by the end because like the dude might be expensive. But everyone, Caitlin has like the the Reaper pussy. It's like compared to like because like Felicity gave people like uh you Their know spinoff. Yeah, but like she either turns him evil or like kills him. So I'm like, oh, so Julian, either you're gonna go full alchemy or you're dead. So like, just stay away. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like it's just they can't do that to her again. Like I I want Julian to stick around anyway. Like I'd like to see him be at least in another season because I think he adds a bit of a different dynamic to it. Dynamic. Uh, like his his ability to give a comment. Or a compliment. Um, I like how he's just an asshole. I like, like I, he, they're sitting there and they're trying to work on this body that's turning to ash, and they're trying. Maybe to you would out. examine it faster, you dumb bitch. And she's like, "I see why Barry hated you. Well, I hate you, Potter. What? <laughs> Sorry. Like they're trying to figure out how the world's going to turn to ash, and uh. Like, that's what the prophecy said. We're trying to figure out what this means. And and then he's like, I could do this faster by myself. Like, you know, I'm a doctor, right? Like, I do this all the time. Look, I I'm a faster by myself. Like, that's what it is. He just wanted to take his wand out, which that just sounds dirty. <laughs> yeah. But, like, he just wanted to take his wand out and do magic. Like, that's all it was. Uh, he's a real magician. You don't even need a wand. Didn't even go to break bills. Amateurs. Um, let's see what else. I, I really hope Joe doesn't die. If Joe dies, I send it back. There's lots of rumors about Joe dying, and I'm not having any of it. If Joe, Joe dies, Joe I don't die. know what I'm going to do with my life. 
Yes, yeah, Joe is our black dad. What do you do if you lose your black dad? Who's going to wear the date night hat? I Barry mean, granted, did most that people shit off. Granted, a lot of people, most people never had their black dad, but that's a different thing entirely. Barry's like, going to look like he's going to go play that game in Scotland where they have like a giant mallet and just hit giant pool balls with it. I don't okay. know. Yeah, that. Like, that's what Barry, Barry would look like. He'd be Scottish if he put that hat on. Well, he would look drunk? like he was trying to start a rap label. <laughs> I'm I'm concerned. The point that is Dawson, that Joe's the only one. Dawson that can is doing the podcast while drinking. No. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you under the influence of any recreational drugs? No. <laughs> I'm under the influence of Parks and Recreation. Does that help? That doesn't count. Parks and recreational drugs. <laughs> there we go. That's, That's a spin off for spin you. <laughs> That's what it's called in Colorado. The Department of Parks and Recreation for drugs. For the uh, animal control guys, if one of them wasn't working in Cloud Nine and the other one wasn't dead, it would be perfect. <sighs> oh, I should have said if one of them wasn't in Cloud Nine and the other one wasn't in the clouds. Damn. <laughs> oh yeah. Unless he went to the bad place, I don't know his life. <laughs> like it'd be so funny if they're both Did a club. This is hilarious. <laughs> really wanna make it tough. I just wanna tell you that I had enough. I like how it's so crazy, I but it ain't <laughs> no lie. Like as a discount Gilmon voice too. Like I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, but I think it's I was going to say I think it's funny that like last week they managed to change like a more I don't know if it was a significant event but like you know Wally capturing that guy instead of Barry and then Iris has a freak out over like a, a restaurant opening <laughs> like oh man that means the future's set in stone I'm like it's just one restaurant they can't like, reopen ruin <laughs> that means like, the future is now thanks to science like the whole episode really honestly should have been Iris playing pranks on the restaurant like just full on tickle foot like chef you got a feather in your shoe tickle foot like just trying to get them <laughs> shut down somehow puts blueberries in all their dishes um but it's funny cuz i mean they don't have to change every headline if they change a few of them that just proves that they can change the future honestly i don't know what changing the headlines really going to do for their main goal i i think honestly just changing one headline proves you know, you can change the future. I mean, obviously they want to change the Killer Frost one. That's kind of bad. But I guess like, I, I think they can leave that restaurant alone. Like that's it. Savitar wins. Luigi's opened or whatever the hell it was. Like kind of give it in. <laughs> uh, pack in the towel, guys. That, that restaurant opened. Uh, let's start planning Iris's funeral. Or not next week, two weeks. Damn it, I keep forgetting it's off for two weeks. It's really weird because, like, the Tuesdays are off for weeks, but Arrow's not. Oh, wait, it is? I didn't even notice. Yeah, uh, the... it comes back February 21st. Oh, god damn. They're doing the, the, the Grodd storyline. Yeah, I, I, I cannot wait for that. I'm going to get to see Harry, and it's going to be fun. Finally, after being off the show for weeks, we're going to get to see Tom Cavanaugh again, uh, <laughs> since only Tom Cavanaugh's been here. 
Uh, yeah, I've been I, missing Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh is just not a good replacement for Tom Cavanaugh. And I, I still miss season one Tom Cavanaugh. Like, that guy, he hasn't <laughs> been on the show forever. I think he's gone blonde now. Uh, total plastic surgery. Just total makeover. Um, I, I really hope that we get, like, a, a some green screen action of of the two Harrys interacting. Tom Cavanaugh? Oh. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Tom Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Tom Cavanaugh is going to do his own stunts? I mean, Tom Cavanaugh does. Not as good as the first Tom Cavanaugh did his wheelchair stunts. <laughs> Those are the hardest stunts to do. Only if you have no legs. Popping or stuffed animal legs. Just like in Scare Movie 2. I can do it Take myself. Take my strong hand. That's what I tell my wife now. I can do it myself. And she gets mad. Dear Lord. Something about that's gross. Oh, God. <laughs> Brian had to do the sound effect. <laughs> it had to happen. You know how it is? Like, it is not gross. It's <laughs> like your own penis. But apparently it is. Speaking um, of knowing how it is. Legends. <laughs> I almost went for Arrow, like, on instinct again. I still keep thinking Legends is on tomorrow. Um, nope, just Supernatural. I thought that Legends was great this week because Mick taught George Washington what it means to be an American. <laughs> this was probably my favorite episode of the season so far. It was so it, much fun. Like, I thought it was going to be a lot just set in that time period, like almost a classic like just time period episode but with Evil Rip. But they, they went all over the place with this one, and it was great. Like, it was mainly just Mick in that time period, because the others were off having sex, and everyone else was <laughs> playing horror movie on the ship, and Sarah got shot at it. Uh, oh my god, Mick's intro to the episode was the oh, greatest thing. it was thing. the best. It was, it even tops, please, do not call heroes. Like, just, <laughs> who the hell writes this crap? Like, just, <laughs> so good. Don't you know it by now? Fuck's sake. Like, just... <laughs> so good and like i like how when they said that last line they show him eating that pastry in that episode <laughs> like just <laughs> God damn it so good I, I love mick so much he's just he's just the best people are trying to screw it up so we go back in time to stop from screwing up but we end up screwing it up even more <laughs> just, oh, just like, so well perfect. it's pretty accurate <laughs> oh so perfect <laughs> Who even writes oh. this crap? <laughs> oh my god, Mick. Definitely the MVP of this episode. Like, there's this entire episode teaching George Washington how to be an American. Like, like just him <laughs> saying to George Washington, you have no idea what it means to be an American. Like, just, <laughs> and there's a statue named after him. Just, it was the best. Um... Oh and uh, I, I like how Stein had a problem pulling a bullet out, but he was fine with brain surgery. Like, <laughs> like, oh, this is exhausting. I shouldn't have. I didn't go to medical school for a reason. But he did brain surgery like two weeks ago. Um, well, Jack said to be the then, captain, Captain Jack. And then <laughs> for like five minutes, and he, he fucked it all up. <laughs> he got Sarah killed, and he got the spear stolen. Well, that's because uh, he's black. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 
I thought it was interesting to have Ray stuck in tiny form. Like it, it gave me a lot of like Ant Man vibes. Like I know it's the same thing, but just like some of the bits because we don't get to see him be small very often. Like we'll maybe see a few seconds of it, or like you know just when the suit's miniaturized. Uh, so it was kind of fun to see it, a full episode on it. My favorite part was him riding in a mix hat. Like <laughs> I was wondering when they were gonna do something with that though, because that's kind of a thing they had to do at some point. Is uh oh. I'm stuck. Somebody help. Thank you. Good old EMPs. <laughs> An evil rip is basically just the same, but just evil. Um, and it, it's. I'm curious how they'll get him back, because it seems cl- clear, at least within the context of this episode, that cla- like classic emotional pleas won't work. It's like, don't do it at Sarah. Crunch. Like, oh, shit. All right. Don't piss Rory off. Has he made a plastic again? Like, <laughs> <laughs> my plastic penis isn't big enough. <laughs> just, Who uh, doesn't love plastic penises? Like, I'm, I'm sorry, curious whether British. my plastic penis isn't big enough. <laughs> my wanker, like, just <laughs> my plastic wanker is not wankering. Like, I'm curious whether. Um, like they they will end up somehow doing an emotional plea of some sort that works, or whether they're gonna have to get their hands on the software, I don't know. Uh, and the only dork that was in this week's episode was Eobard. He was there for like five seconds too. He was just like, "Hey, look, I'm wearing a leather jacket in 1776. Bye. Got to got to run. Zolom is after me again. You know how it is. You know how it is. Speed zombies." <laughs> <laughs> like, what is our life, really? Yeah. Uh, but it was it was just such a great episode, honestly. It just this show's really fine tuned themselves, and it was a Christmas episode too, like the best February Christmas episode ever. <laughs> Christmas in February, fuck yeah! I'm gonna, it's definitely going to be something I watch around Christmas time next year. Because like, it was just funny because I thought it was just going to kind of be the backdrop. But they like committed to the setting several times, including the end when they had like a full-on Christmas party. Yeah. Um, Who doesn't love Christmas in February? Nate and Amaya. I know I do. On. Yeah, just, you know how it is. Whose tent was that? Just, like, just get casual sex <laughs> in in a colonial tent. Like just it was there for them, like a like a freaking hotel. Just is that what they had back in the day? Like you just they check can't into be the sanitary. Tent. Like like <laughs> someone's just gonna they're gonna come back to a very messy tent. Like just ooh baby, their fur blankets are gonna be a bit damp. <laughs> oh God. But I was wondering, I'm like, well, she obviously didn't put that up herself, because, but like, there's no, I was expecting somebody to show up, like, oh, blimey, I don't know, like, just, (laughs) I don't know, do Colonial still say blimey, or was it like, uh, so, I don't know. Oh, blimey, they're fucking in my tent. I got shot by a Dalek. (laughs) Oh, got shot by a Dalek. How it is. Um, speaking of getting shot by a Dalek, Arrow, that was this episode. Um, I thought it was a really good episode. I don't remember I any Daleks. Yeah, it was a really good character episode. Like it did a bunch of different things uh, for several people. Like I think it was a really good uh, resolution for Diggle for both 
his uh, storyline about being framed and also killing Andy. Like, hey, and you don't still kill someone. Lesson learned is you don't kill someone threatening your family unless it's your brother. That's the lesson we learned well, yeah. this week. <laughs> and he's threatening people. Um, and I, I not totally forgot, but it was just something I hadn't thought about in a while. The fact that the last time we saw the Brafa in present day was when Oliver like fucked over that bald dude with the, in the Slade storyline. I don't even remember what the favor they asked him to do was. I just remember him like turning on them. Um, and that was like forever ago. And that ended up being interesting on multiple levels, including like the fact that they're foreshadowing that uh, Anatoly might try to take advantage of him later. I'm curious if that'll happen this season or if it might come around later. Uh, like maybe next season or how even you never know if season seven it could come around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love all the Arrow origin stuff in the flashbacks. I think that's really cool. Yeah, uh, it's it's so nice. I'm curious to see how they get back to the island, though. Because, like, right now it's like, oh, I gotta break it to the Brafa. I'm leaving, but first I gotta kill this guy so I can go back to Starling City. But then I gotta make a pit stop on Lian Yu to grow a beard for a few months real quick. <laughs> like, actually, real I'm... quick, it's cool. Hmm. Like, with, without the beard, like, because... I'm kind of curious how long he even spent there, because... I suppose he might have just gone back so that that's where they found him instead of so that they found him in Russia. Because I always honestly just assumed that he spent at least a few more months there. So He probably had, like, it goes back. He probably tells somebody, uh, you know, like, hey, in about six months or you know, a few months, so I look like I've been living here for five years. Uh Tell them where to find me, and I'm gonna go back to this island so that nobody knows what happened in the meantime. Well, he like signaled them. Well, yeah, but you know, he probably didn't. I mean, they didn't say uh, what is it? They when when Sarah went back and she's like, "Hey, have, you're gonna have a daughter. Have her just kind of in this general area." She didn't say go to coordinates twenty eight thirty point thirty nine north. Like, no, just go in this general area, be on the lookout for a blonde girl drowning. Like, uh, <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> be on the lookout for a bearded fellow like, in a hood. So, you know, they probably have somebody, like, set up to go that direction so that he can signal him and look like, hey, I've been here for five years. And they don't have to know what's happened to him in the meantime. We can just say, oh, I'm stuck on an island. Thought nobody was coming to get me. Well, I, I don't know why, like, the beard is making me more curious than anything. Like, did he just grow, go there to grow the beard so it would be legit? Like, if they found him shaved, would they be like, oh, man, it's a hoax. Like, you know, just... <laughs> oh, man, it's he, a he, hoax. He, he probably saw Castaway a lot and just wanted I to just, be I need to look like Tom Hanks. <laughs> Stupid idiot Talia. God, do you know anything? Get me a, a volleyball and some ice skates and, like, a butt flap and just, fuck's sake... God damn, man. <laughs> you look like Tom Hanks. <laughs> that was probably his plan. Because uh, before we got to the Talia stuff, I didn't even think <sighs> we were going to do like this in-depth Arrow Origins. I thought that like just stuff was going to go bad in in Russia, and he was going to be like, oh, I have to exile myself. And then like on the island, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm being a bitch about it. And I don't know. So I'm curious to see how that turns out. But it's neat stuff, nonetheless. Um, 
more of the hacker Hedgewitch stuff came up this week, and it was really fun to see Felicity pretend to be a gangster, mainly the bodyguards, and Curtis just growling to attempt to appear tough. <laughs> that was a lot well, of fun. We all know that Felicity is a secret gangster. You know how it is. Uh, every so often, you gotta pay attention. She's in the background throwing up gang signs. Like, what for else? all the homies. I really liked the scene with Dinah and Oliver this week. Uh, I thought it was good. She's like, look, I think you just need to stop brooding. <laughs> like, just come on, side. Like, just stop. And I like, uh, like how everyone gave her advice about what Oliver would be like. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny now that I think about it. That scene kind of ties into when Ragman showed up to help Felicity. And, like, he's like, well, they told me you would say that. <laughs> like, it was like that exact scene. <sighs> I hope he comes back before the end of the season. Like, is he just going to get his rags juiced? Like, is that what's happening? Hold on, man. I gotta juice my rags. Like, just, I gotta, you know, just soak up some magic. That sounded weird. I feel like that'd be a really weird shirt to have. A shirt that just says, I gotta soak up some magic. (laughs) Sounds like like a, a slogan for some sort of weird club or something. Like a magic... Fetish club. I don't know. I'm getting weird now. <laughs> a magic fetish club. <laughs> you know, I bet that exists. There's no way that doesn't exist. Um, I don't know, man. This is just getting weird and awkward. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, it has to exist. Um, I feel like there's. Some... Oh yeah, there was Wild Dog coaching Quentin through his interview. That was a thing. Of all the people. <laughs> And then like, the little, I thought it was kind of a nice touch. It felt slightly like convenient that like he set him straight, sort of, when he was younger. But it was still kind of a nice detail at the same time. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of like a like a low rent version of the scene at the end of Dark Knight Rises, where he like revealed himself to Gordon by describing when he was a kid and Gordon helped him. But Wild Dog just became a dishonorably discharged soldier, and then a dude that wears a hockey mask. You know, you know that life. <laughs> You know that life. I'm about that life. I'm also all about that base. About that base. It's new new next week, so that's a good. It's not going off the air. It's only Flash and Legends that are off, right? Yeah. And and, and, um, Supergirl's fine, too. Because it's... I guess they don't have to worry about being synced up anymore. I guess the only ones that do is Supergirl and Flash, but they were like one-off to begin with, so I don't know. It's just, it's just weird, because usually they all take off, but I guess maybe they can't since, like, CW's half of their lineup, so they can't take everything off. <laughs> can't sync these up anymore. We're <laughs> relying on it. We don't got these shows, we don't got a network. <laughs> like, we just take a break for everything. Sure, that's all our lineup. Shit, really? <laughs> um... Okay, S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm actually caught up on S.H.I.E.L.D., um, and S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been really good. Like, I didn't expect that senator bitch to get taken out so soon. I know. Honestly, I thought she was going to be around longer, like, especially since her brother's still alive. Like, I thought there was going to be a confrontation with that, so I didn't expect that at all. Um, uh, And then the classic storyline about, like, a bigot guy becoming, like, the monster thing. Oh, it's like yeah. that senator from the first X-Men movie who turned into a melty fish thing. Like, But this guy got a way cooler power. <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't you want to be a melty fish thing? No. 
Not if I could uh, be a bomb. And I, I like how... And then you could literally just say, dude, I'm the bomb. Like, literally. <laughs> like, uh, I like how they captured him like a Pokemon. Like, that was like... They, they were like, return! <laughs> like... That's funny, because it's And, true. like, it, it, it even, like, was like, ding! At the end, like... <laughs> just, like, a little confirmation that you've just absorbed that person. Uh, it, it was a neat strategy, though, like... I like that they figured out, like, oh, that she can disrupt his frequency, but then, like, it didn't work, so her strategy was just to keep blowing him up. Uh, so I thought that was kind of a cool improvisation. I'll just keep uh, blowing him up till he gets tired. I'm curious, I should probably look it up or ask somebody that would know, but, like, if that thing, problem Daisy has with, like, uh, her bones getting hurt by her powers is a thing in the comics, or, like, if it lasts forever... Because the only time I've seen Quake was when she was in S.H.I.E.L.D. Or not S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> uh, Earth Mightiest Heroes. But she wasn't in it enough. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know. Because, um, like, that was the first time I think it's happened in a while. Because, like, recently, she's used her powers a couple times, like, when she got Robo May. But, like, she's been doing a lot of hand-to-hand combat to avoid it and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Budget. I don't know. How much can that blur filter really cost, honestly? Um, so much money. You have no idea. And we found out where the original Ada comes from, and like his plot is like the plot of 100 season three to just put everyone in the city of light. Apparently, is that like his end goal? Period. I'm still not sure what his end goal is. He's kind of like Dan right now. Like he just talks a lot about the dark hold and doing stuff, and then like he made the city world amazing. But I thought that was just like a consequence of like trying to keep May trapped. Was that just an accident? Like, oh shit! I stumbled upon a solution for my dying girlfriend. <laughs> Oh, damn, I figured this out. I'm confused by that a bit. Um, I, I think it's an interesting bit, the, the whole storyline turned for, almost said for the commander, uh, for uh, the director, where you originally thought he was like this inhuman, sort of uptight new rule guy, and now he's just like this dude that does no idea what he's doing. <laughs> I held her off for ten seconds today. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow it'll be twelve. Like, I wonder if I'll make it out of the season alive. I mean, it's not looking good. Um, if I had to place bets, I would say no, just because he's awful. Yeah, like, I thought it was an interesting take, like, compared to what I thought was going to happen. Like, at the beginning, I thought either he'll be corrupt, or, like, he's just really hard to work with. But I honestly didn't see it coming that, not only that his powers were fake, but even when that was revealed, I didn't realize he was just going to basically be... Like, he's not even that skilled at anything. He's just literally just, like, a mascot, like you said, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. He's literally useless. Uh, but it also was, uh, is kind of an interesting aspect, too, because, like, right now he's the face of the S.H.I.E.L.D., so Coulson's basically the secret director. But then, like, you have this... What's it, what it called? The benefactor or the, whoever their leader's called? The director? No, it's not the right. Whatever they're called their leader of the Watchdogs is, like, fixated on Coulson. And, like, I'm curious if possibly Coulson being outed to the world will be part of that. Uh, I kind of like, hope so. Just yeah, because so I can can't believe it hasn't happened already. Yeah, I mean, he, he goes all over the place now. He doesn't give a fuck. Target, King Supers, the mall, just, you know. <laughs> um, but, like, if he appears in Infinity War, that'd be a cool time to do it. But that would just be kind of an interesting way to line it up, is sort of having this face of the company being phased out 
just in time for Coulson to like officially take the reins like publicly and actually for like next season or the rest of the season. I don't know. It feels like we're gearing up towards like the finale, but we still got quite a bit of time to go before May. City's under attack must be May. No, she's in season storage. It's not May actually. Isn't uh Robo May still alive? It's gonna be May. Yeah, she's deactivated. She's just hanging out at the base. Okay. So they'll they'll probably bring her, like, up, you know, like, boot her up to interrogate her or something in a week or two. So I don't know. But it's been good. I've been enjoying it. Still waiting for that Bobby and Hunter cameo. (laughs) They they gotta mention. We're getting there. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly. Slowly but surely. I don't have too much else to say. It's been really good, though. It has been. I really enjoyed last week's with uh, all the Patton Oswalds and uh, the, the humor <laughs> that came from that. Like, oh, the, the, I'm sorry my brother's such a coward for hiding while I was out there fighting. Actually, that's you. You're wearing the same exact suit. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> and, and the guy, one of them doing stand-up and, like, talking about superhero movies and, like... <laughs> Uh, it was really funny. It's a good episode. I liked it. It was a good episodes. I liked it. Haha. Uh-huh. Is that that's it for TTMF things? Pokemon's off for an undetermined amount of time. While they figure out how far behind they want to be. <laughs> how oh far God. are we gonna be? Like, I didn't expect them to pick it up the very next week because of, like, the network change, but I ex- I honestly expected we would have heard something. I honestly thought that after they did the sneak preview, we would have gotten a little press release a couple days after saying, like, oh, hope you enjoyed the preview or whatever. We're going to start airing it regularly on such and such date. Yeah, I kind of figured we'd oh. get that, too. Something saying something. But instead, no, we got nothing. So something saying something, we got nothing saying nothing. nothing. Exactly. Glad you could follow that, Brian. Yep. Good work, soldier. <laughs> Took a lot of effort. It did. You have no idea. Correct. And now it's time for Ramble, Ramble, Ramble time. Are we going back and doing <laughs> it again? Is this Groundhog Day? <laughs> That was a few days ago. Okay. Uh, it's time Good for thing. final thingies. I have a thingy and it's not final. N3P. Not really, though. Why is there clapping? Because Brian was clapping. Because we're done. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>